When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Excuse me, can you record me real quick? Mm-hmm. Can you record me real quick? Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. Oh, it's for mm-hmm. audition. <laughs> now, you know, welcome to the friend zone. We looking at mental wellness, mental wellness, and you know, easy communication, right? Because what the focus of this clip is, <laughs> this black woman communicated so clearly and effectively. Those of you who are watching on Patreon, Thank you, and you can see. But those of you who are listening, okay, <laughs> let me appeal to your audible self and let you know that there's a woman, an older black woman in the store. I believe it's a family dollar. I was this close to making out the logo on that cart, too. I think it's family dollar. <laughs> and it's a girl behind her who says, you know, excuse me, can you record a video of me real quick? And as quickly as you, the thought <laughs> even could come to her head, the black woman, she's an older black woman with glasses and a friendly face. And she tells me, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> so she and the girl said, Energy. well, it's for audition. And the black woman, and, and she had already, by that point, moved on Rolled with her away. cart. She was out. All you seen was her little black flat shoes, you know what I'm saying, going up and down. And the girl continued to, you know, press on, like, well, it's for audition, you know, can you please? Then the lady went to point, well, it's two people standing right down there. And then the TikTok cuts off. <laughs> so she she said what she meant, and she meant what, we, what she said. I love effective oh, communication. That is so funny. You know? What made it funny is how quickly she responded. Mm-hmm. She didn't give the girl a second to finish the sentence. She said, "Excuse me, can you take a video of me?" She said, "Huh?" Mm-mm. The lady, the girl, they said, "Can you excuse me? Can you take this video, please?" Get somebody Mm-mm. else to do okay. it. <laughs> so you don't misunderstand. Hey, that's a, that's true. that is how you know. That's how you lock the deadbolt on a motherfucker. You let you end it with you know a, a final statement. She said, Mm-mm, "Which is no, I'm not going to do it." And then to let her know. Don't ask no more, even though she still did. She told her, get somebody else to do it. Okay? Uh, mm, get somebody else to pointed do out, it. And pointed out some options. <laughs> options. I love that kind of shit. I love telling them. I've always been obsessed with telling a motherfucker off. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's no more freeing in your chest. It's like your chest open up when you, oh. when you, when you are like, when you can, when it's deserving, you know what I'm saying? Like when somebody did something and you in the right, and you can let they ass have it. Like that just oh. fly like a bird. Like Mariah said, it just make you go up in the air. You know what I'm saying? So when that black woman told her, you can get somebody else to do it. That was hilarious. Yeah. So how y'all doing? And a lesson for all of us. Mm-hmm. That's right. I want to hook her up with the lady that said, is the elephant heavy? I'm saying <laughs> I want to hook her and her up. They need to go to lunch together and compare notes about how sick of shit they are. Imagine you, know, space you ever had your friends you, you can just talk to each about how sick of shit you are? I'm so sick of yep. shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. 
That's me and Crystal and Jade at Crystal's yeah. house. I'm coming over, shit. That's why I've been, I told you I've been feeling inclined to come over there to ladies' night and shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's uh, why. Yeah. Putting them two women together yes. would be like, what was the show uh, about the funeral home on Netflix we watched? Oh, Barry oh, by the Bernard. Bernard. Younger that. They ate McDonald's breakfast it together. Yep, it would be that energy right there. Good memory, damn. Yes, I hope they're doing all right. And I hope they get a season two. Shit, Squid Games didn't been all the way to the fucking Emmys and yeah. shit. Shout out to Barry. Where by is Barry by the damn Bernards? Yes. <laughs> Somebody call Netflix. Maybe it was Netflix. too much attention. Maybe it was too much. Now, I know Netflix you know, making Netflix. cuts. <laughs> but you, <laughs> but shit, now nah. run that one okay. right on back. Speaking of running it back, Bernard, do right by the Bernard. Speaking of running it back, you were asking how we're doing. I'm doing very well. I would love to shout out very yes. quickly my homegirl, India Sean. She had a sold out show <gasps> in DC. Uh, yes, give it up for the great, the, uh, the amazing, the beautiful. Um, my best friend, India Sean, I got to open up for her on her show. <laughs> what an intro. You know, the great, the amazing, the beautiful, my best friend, <laughs> India Sean. <laughs> you know, I got to introduce her when she came out on uh, DC, which was her first tour stop. And, oh, dope, uh, Asante. Thank you. And it was amazing how many friends on listeners were in the building and how many oh, of y'all <laughs> knew all the damn words. It was beautiful to watch Yay, her sold out show. Oh my God. Thank y'all. Shout out to uh, I love that energy. I love hosting on stage. I get it, I get a little stiffy. You, I love oh, I love being on stage. I love being you know, on stage so much. There is something exciting about being on stage. Um <laughs> it was very funny because I literally just saw Mandy host the show and I was upset that I mm-hmm. wasn't up there hosting. Oh, she got she definitely got a stiff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was mad I wasn't her calls for that event. So it was very funny the following weekend I got to host my own event. Next year. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, shout out to uh Boom. shout out to the artists Remy and Zaya. Uh if you haven't gone to see India Sean. Please buy tickets now. Sell out all the shows. Not right now. She uh, already performed in Chicago this weekend and uh, somewhere else because I wasn't on all the tour stops, but I will be in the building for SOBs. If you're listening to the show uh, the day it's coming out on Wednesday, oh, she'll be I'm performing really tonight at SOBs. I'm really trying to see if I can come. Mm. I just, it'd be hard. Well, it was this week though, right? Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah I just realized. I was trying so hard, but my schedule, I was like, this is not. I know, I know. Friend. I want to see her. But you know, you got you to gotta see on the West Coast, you know what I'm saying? I heard she uh, shut, shut down Atlanta. I heard she was crying and everything. So you got to make sure you show up sure some love in one of the tour stops because it was yeah i think maybe that's what i'll do i'll try to see if i can go to the la stop because it's on the 18th right i, I think it's on the 18th i ain't got the yeah. dates so i don't know but yeah i believe if, so if you go to her yeah. instagram those of you that's listening you can get the dates and show up to Come whatever on. city your ass is nearby or are able to get to go see Amen. india yep. sean this is a life-changing live musical experience the girl can sing she look good yep. what else do you want yes go see and india it's, sean it's, before we go deeper.com, that's the tour. You can there go you ahead go. and get the, your tickets right now. Yes. I'm so excited. She looks so beautiful. She yes. looked all emotional. She was so How beautiful. How um, Zaya, Zaya Bell and Remy? Because I saw that obviously they're her opening acts. Brick Liam wasn't there? I didn't see Brick at DC. Okay. But okay. I, saw, uh, I saw Remy. He's super dope. And Zaya, mm-hmm. that girl, that voice on that girl, like, like they it's it's a dope tour it's like a it's a show it's a show yeah. it's an experience because that girl got a voice on her and then you get to india who got like that voice and then that aura and then she got a little and them li- outfits you know, them mm-hmm. out- and you know what depending on the venue the lights on one of them songs mm-hmm. the lights got real real hot and i was like this right here is otherworldly so shout out to india and 
I just can't wait to, you know, I can't wait for her to have more of this. So if you ha- if you haven't experienced India's music live or if you haven't experienced her music at all, just buy a ticket and go enjoy the show because there's just so much good music and you're just going to enjoy yourself. She's Please. a star. Some people are just supposed to be the leading man or leading lady and shit, and that's India. Yes. You know, yeah. she's functioning in so many different 1, ways within the musical space. <clears throat> but to see her, mm-hmm. like, doing her fucking thing, her show, the leading lady, her tour, like that is exactly where she belongs. So we got to support that shit. Yes. So yeah. before we go deeper, right, friend? Yeah, before we go deeper.com. Oh, India, I love you. I'm flying to LA. Oh. I got to get it. You got I gotta to. I got to make it happen. You got to, friend. You got to. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Desante, you had another TV collab. Yes, friend. I don't know if friend. you want to shout that out. I, yes. Look, thanks, friend. Uh, of course I would, that's how we get money out here <laughs> shout out to Essence you know what I'm saying they doubled back to me and they were like you know we, okay spin the block okay you know they, they were like you know we got this new series coming out on Bounce TV featuring B. Simone Kim Coles and I was like you know what I'm saying I, I like to bounce so let's get it bouncing. So we did a watch party for the new TV series called Finding Happy um, it premiered mm-hmm. it actually was a two episode premiere I was uh I watched the first episode with everybody. I actually watched with a shout out to Shariel Whitney. <laughs> I watched with Shariel. We won't talk about the means of communication or put any of that out there, but it was just amazing to watch TV with her and hear her reactions as I was also live tweeting the series with all of you that joined me for the live tweeting uh, session. So thanks again to Essence and Bounce TV and all of you for joining me. Whenever y'all do it, it means I get more of it and we get to do it and have fun. Exactly. And honestly, (laughs) y'all always have really funny commentary that I'm not allowed to tweet as well. And that's still engagement. Mm -hmm. So it is always appreciated. (laughs) And it is always it makes for it always makes for great inside jokes along the way. So uh, that's it, friend. Thank you. I, unless I'm forgetting something else, friend, because you know you on your you on your your shit today. I was like, oh. I mean, there's there's a, there's another one coming soon. I'm sure. But <laughs> Dustin, <Get to> me. <laughs> Dustin, you have the Black Business of the Week for us. Uh, doing this one is for our friends in Los Angeles or the surrounding areas. Um, L.A. Beauty Club, black-owned beauty supply, super dope, super chic. Um, owned and operated by two really close friends. They started off as close friends. And then they, I think they kicked it for a little bit, but they just friends, you know what I'm saying? This girl or whatever. But they come are on, really, come really on cool. Backstory. Yeah, I met them personally, you know what I'm saying? I met them or whatever and, and was kind of exposed to like the way they do business. And I was just completely blown away and totally impressed. So LA Beauty Club is the Instagram. Just look up LA That's Beauty fire. Club underscore underscore. Um, and it's in Los Angeles. The address is 1245 South Labria Avenue in LA. So y'all know where that's at. Um, order ship within 24 hours. You can order on the web. Um, and their hours are Tuesday to through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's on Sundays from 11 to 6. Go in there. They do braids, all that kind of shit. Top-notch what? hair, top-notch products, and they're expanding. And they're really doing something great with where they're placing their locations within the community for accessibility purposes. This is really something that we should get behind and support. So it's more than just mm. a beauty supply store. This is like a, a, a community movement mm. that they're, taking, they're spearheading. And I was just really impressed, so I definitely wanted to highlight it. Like I said, if you're in L.A., and I didn't see some of y'all in L.A., not the people that listen to this show, but maybe some of y'all friends, they'd they be looking like they have worked. Okay, Stop 17 it. hours straight. <laughs> Black coffee and a hard roll. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just feel like, I just feel like it might be something you can get. 
to kind of circumvent all of that. You know what I'm saying? At LA Beauty Club. So once again, oh tell them Dustin sent you uh, Los Angeles Beauty Supply and Salon. Okay, so you can get right up in there. It's LA Beauty Club. And once you visit their Instagram, it'll make a little bit more sense. There's a link tree there for you to access um, the merch that they sell. They have really dope merch. They're actually hiring right now. And they're in the middle of a really cool expansion phase. So this is the time to get in when you get in. Much love, LA Beauty Club. And that is the black business for y'all this week. That's black. That's fire. Thank you, Dustin. I love that. (laughs) No problem. Let's jump into the recap. Last week's episode titled Permission Slips featuring Miriam Hosnia. Yes. We were joined, right? We were joined by our longtime friend of the show, writer, seer, and spiritual practitioner. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked remembering the dream, designing new models of success within and outside of the system, and understanding our relationship to external validation. If you were looking to, because we got so into the conversation that afterwards, Haz and I realized that we did not (laughs) talk about any of her social media we didn't link Damn. her school. We didn't mention any of her work because we just got so caught up, which is okay. But if you go to the description box, I sound like I'm on YouTube. Go down to the description box. You will see all of the links. I posted everything from new classes that she has coming up to direct links to her school, her residence apothecary. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? And even she gave a discount. There's a five-year anniversary 20% discount code that you can get classes, uh, courses. You can get uh, products like our embodiment collection. So definitely go and check that out. The code Mm -hmm. is down in the description box for our listeners. Um, So as always, those of you listening had a lot to say about that incredible ass episode. We love you, Haas. We love you, Haas. And please send Haas your love and prayers. She just had someone very, very close to her and her family passed this uh, past weekend. So let's lift her up. If you are familiar with her social media, definitely send her some love and some encouragement and some prayers for her and her family. I love you, Haas. I love you, Tigre. And we will miss you, brother. So let's jump into the conversation. What'd you find, Asante, if you found Well, friend, I found... (laughs) Look, I just so happened to have it uh, in my my photos already. Okay. (laughs) Did you... I was in those SoundCloud streets... Get out. Get oh, out. God. I already know who you picked, too, and I'm so upset. The two long They're ones. The two friends. long ones are mine. <laughs> Get who, out. Who, who did you see, friend? The two long ones, which is Tanya's and Olivia's. Oh, okay. Go well, back to the gated community. I, I chose Aspen, so we are all gravy. <laughs> Shout out to Aspen, Boom. who is always in the comments showing us love. Aspen's always sharing with us a lot of insight. Uh, Aspen says, I've been... I love I've that. been feeling a similar way being a photographer in L.A. in the entertainment industry. I've been realizing that I don't want to get caught up in the superficial clout game that happens here. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Why even be in L.A.? You ain't going to play the game. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't. I love you, Aspen. God damn. You got you to gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them sometimes. <laughs> but what if you show up to play a game and you like, what if you show up for football and you realize it's basketball and you're like, damn, do I want to play basketball? I thought I had, you know. Then you should have been looking harder, okay? Because <laughs> the balls is different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well... Aspen continues on with, so what I thought was me not wanting to work was really me not wanting to work in this type of space or energy. Um, Now that makes more sense. 
That's it. That's it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Shout out to Aspen for coming through with the word. I always love when people return. It's always hard picking people, though, because sometimes there's so many new people or people you don't see. But, you know, there's always those old faithful. So, Aspen, you just always get chosen. All right, friend, go ahead and show your love. You knew Aspen was going to be cold. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ice cold. And I I relate. I relate to what Aspen was saying because that's how I started last week's episode where I was telling how it's not the work that I don't like to do, but it's the system that I'm working the bullshit. in. Yeah. yeah, like it's that that just takes away from it. How many projects have you been a part of where the business meetings and that part of it, the payment, the the people are what kills the whole yeah. vibe. Like I'm yeah. just, y'all ruin my creativity. So really it's that. But Call that shout a out sucky to you, <laughs> Literally that. They just mm-hmm. siphon yeah. your fucking succubus Take it all out. Was it? <laughs> is it a succubus or no? He's the tentacles. Oh my god. So Tanya on SoundCloud said my word. I love that they started it with my word. My word. I could cry listening to this episode. I've been experiencing the most disrespect and retaliation at my current job. Mm. And though I had another offer on the table, I've been so hesitant. I don't feel like my time has come at my current job because I have so much professionally that I'd like to accomplish there. But my Mm. spirit is tired. On Friday, I turned in my resignation and it's been so bittersweet. But listening. Right. Let's clap for that. But listening to this episode on Saturday has given me so much confirmation and comfort. It has reminded me not to be scared of better because I am deserving. I love y'all for real and the work you continue to do and the authenticity that comes with it. What did Beyonce say? I just fell in love and I just quit my job. <laughs> no, my that's right. Gr- <laughs> my sincerest gratitude to the three of you. I truly love y'all. Tanya, that's amazing. Tanya. Praying for you that you find something that's much better suited so that you are not dealing with retaliation and disrespect. That's That's right. Who wants to wake up and go to that? There's no way that you would feel like you can get very far with that energy. So I'm glad you're flipping it. Um, The last one is Olivia. I'm a longtime listener of the friend zone. In fact, I picked up the show uh, on episode one, oh, seven wow. years ago. Wow. Hey, Holy Olivia, shit. give it up for Olivia. Sure. <laughs> right. you see. That's amazing. Thank you, Olivia. I was, yep. wait a minute. I was 14 years old at the time and now I'm 21. Isn't that crazy? Oh Good. my God. Uh, ahead of her time. Good for her. <laughs> Holy hell! Are we that old? A fourteen-year-old that is now, drink now drinking. Yep. I love it. <laughs> well, legally, so I feel like I've grown up alongside the podcast. Episodes featuring Haas are always right on time, and this one hit me hard. I'm currently a senior journalism major at Harvard, and I'm passionate about telling stories that matter to our community. Despite my dedication to stare. To te- wow, English would be That's nice. That's all right. To storytelling, the journalism world is fast-paced <laughs> and only seems to celebrate the young journalists who push past their breaking mm. points. You're supposed to do anything for the sake of the story. I've seen my peers crack under pressure, but it's seen as part of paying your dues in this very competitive industry where being sad and frantic are twisted measures of success. 
There are definitely parts of the news environment that I value, but as a neurodivergent person, like Haas, I'm realizing that some parts of the newsroom are misaligned with what I need. I need rest, I need balance, and I need time to fully realize and execute the projects that I see behind my eyes. Coming to this realization so far into getting my degree stressed me the fuck out. But in a radical turn of events, I recently discovered how much I love narrative audio storytelling. Mm. And like clockwork, I got an internship at a major podcast network one week later. Also, I'm five weeks into producing my own show. Look what happens when you pivot to the right path. It's a little ironic that it took me so long to dip into podcasting because this show, The Read, and many others have been part of my life for so long. Y'all, Crystal, and Kid Fury have literally been in my ears weekly for seven years, formative years at that. Sorry for the long comment, but thank you for being visionaries that you are. I just had to say that. Thank you. I love you, Olivia. And Olivia is smart. That's so beautiful. Olivia is very smart. You can tell. And congratulations for locking that in at 21. Like, I couldn't tell you where I was at 21. (laughs) I wasn't there. Olivia is smart. Go no, on. I was not. Go ahead, girl. Right. Okay. Congratulations. We wish, you, we wish you the best. Did you hear how she was breaking that find? shit down? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like I, being in the mm-hmm. newsroom, just it's parts of it I don't fuck with. I'm like, Olivia is smart. She got the hell on. Line, and now look. the pivot. Thriving. Yep. Beautiful. As we I say, you. this younger generation, they don't waste time. No. <laughs> They're they not. Go. They're not as concerned with how they're being perceived. It's more about what I want to feel, and I'm here for that. So, shout out to y'all, Dustin. Hook us up. Would you read? Would you find? All right. Um, shout out to Bougie Black Auntie, aka at <laughs> ad underscore whoa underscore uh ad whoa uh. That's literally right. her Twitter handle. She said she said driving past a car with some loud so they could smell the weed coming out the car next to them. And they said, the bass said, what's that thing you say? They're outside on the corner. And she said she started laughing hard. It was like, you mean enjoying the sidewalk? Like from Friends on Podcast. So shout out to her because that was so funny to me. Um, <laughs> the next tweet I want to go um, comes from at Hey Asante. Um, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's a Twitter nigga. <laughs> he's hilarious. <laughs> Sadly, yes. <laughs> That's why we bond. Um, But Asante quoted a tweet from Doja Blaze that said gag, and it's a picture of Ice Spice and Spice the Artist (laughs) together at the BET Hip Hop Awards. And Asante going to say legendary and hilarious. I'm telling you. It's just the fact that Ice Spice and Spice are in a picture together. And the Ice Spice in this piece making a song called <laughs> A Nigga a Munch. It's just funny, like, like just like to see them up there. And Spice, she a real one. I, I've been told y'all Spice was real. Uh, and it, and I worked with Spice. And look, if she want to be she realer, cool. she need to be on that remix. That would be hot ass remix. Or if she did Ooh. a flip the record. Speaking I'm just saying. of the remix, oh God, here you go. I already she should put. She week. should put. She should put Cardi just for the Bronx connection and Spice just for the name. <laughs> well, be funny. La, uh, well, <laughs> shout out to at La Div. At La Diovana, L A D I O V A N N A, who said, "I love Diovana." Yeah, shout out to La Diovana because she said, 
Ice Spice should sample the Hard Knock Life beat and give us the full fantasy. <laughs> I, I so saw that tweet and I screamed because it took me a second. I was Girl. like, I don't get it. And then I was like, what? And then you got it. Yeah. <laughs> and when you got it, your brain said, let me, t- let me tell you something. She should do it and she need to throw that line back in there about the nigga being dirty again because that, Ooh. like, I will never get over We both from the Bronx. I know that you're dirty. Yes. <laughs> what? I love that part so much. <laughs> that line, I was like, you want to talk about real it and real? Also, <laughs> last tweet I want to highlight comes from Candy uh, Burris, Candy Big Money Burris Tucker, who said, okay. she said, I saw that we, because you know, I love candy. Now, one thing about mm-hmm. it, goddammit, I love Escape and I love yes. candy. Don't know nobody but not saying nothing about candy. Okay. I love candy. <laughs> my candy she, my I love candy. her. She, Candy is the housewife. She is Escape. Yep. She got all them fucking restaurants and money and shit, riding on them songs, yes. keep getting paid from no scrubs. And mm-hmm. wrote the, that damn NSYNC song, the Ariana sample. She always, people always sample her candy bin yep. shit. And I don't know why Marlo's old, um, Callous under her foot, having ass, gonna say that Candy wasn't worldwide and she could go places in Paris that Candy couldn't. Everybody, the whole world laughed at, not Ooh. with. Okay, and I love Marlo, but goddamn it, we talking about Ooh. Candy. Don't nobody better not say about Candy. But Marlo gonna have to deal with Mama Joyce for that next Ooh. season. So we'll get to. We can't wait. Anyway, Candy said, "I saw that we were doing a sort that we were doing a something where they are now." A sort of, oh, oh, this is what she meant. Okay, now I get it. I could appreciate it, a comma candy, damn. She said, I saw that we were doing a sort of where are they now for perm boxes, but I have to pull out my old hair color box. I was 19 in this, and they still be selling this in some stores. How? And it's a picture of candy on the front of the Optimum Care. On the front of the first of all, hair, hair that whole thread. Did you see that whole thread? It was so cute. With yes. some, a girl, a girl posted a picture of like the just for me boxes oh. and was like, "Where are these girls? I'd love to know where y'all at now." Mm-hmm. And the girls were really responding. Oh, that's yes. cool. And it was, cute. and they was, they were cute and doing good. Beautiful, too. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them, except for the one girl that lied, and Dave was on her neck. What, what is she lying about? <laughs> Said it Same was her and it was little girls, and then the actual one was oh, like, bitch. "Um, I don't know when you thought." Yeah, she said you're like, lying why would you lying about this. Yeah, like why? Why would you lie about being on a perm box? She just want to join in, especially when the actual person will more than likely see that. It's just it was weird, but you it know the internet. Lose faith funny. in she you. Probably was trolling. She needs to go on somewhere. <laughs> go on, go on, bitch. Gone, bitch. Yeah, yeah, buddy. It's begun. Air horn like a big here shot. The air horn is here, baby. Here we are. The air horn is here. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Okay. <laughs> Why yeah. does it sound like so that? Is. <laughs> I got to get a bigger one. <laughs> I, didn't, I the know. Little one sound like it that. came for it. Look big on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I was like, y'all got this motherfucker from the travel section. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> God wow. Damn. Not the junior. But you know, oh not your air horns. We're gonna, we gonna make it enough. We're gonna make it enough, like McDonald's money around this motherfucker. <laughs> We're gonna make it enough. God damn it. Oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> but that's it for me. So, so, <laughs> yeah, so last yes. week's episode, I mentioned that um, we had received a tweet, right, from someone that suggested that the friend zone should do spooky season crime zone episodes all throughout October. I found the tweet because I wanted to make sure and give them credit. 
<laughs> it's Lil underscore light skin. Okay. <laughs> it says, can friend zone pod do a true crime episode each week in October? Re-listening to the Natalia Grace episode and it is still so entertaining. Yes, so- Danny Lay, we can. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> God damn. As if the air horn wasn't enough. And no. right back at it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Doesn't miss a beat that one. <laughs> or an air horn, shall I say. Jesus. I hate that air horn. It sounds like a chihuahua. Right. It so. do sound like it's on life support and shit. <laughs> we uh it worked out perfectly because this week is Dustin's oh. episode, next week is Asante's. We have a shoot this shit, and then the final week is mine. So perfectly aligned for spooky season for October. We'll each be able to knock one out. So this week, Dustin Ross, you kick it off for us. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead and tell us our story for the week. First of all, um, how y'all doing? I just want to check in Amazing. on my strong friends. Oh God, this is going to be <laughs> a crazy ass <laughs> story. God damn. <laughs> That's all I want to do. We um, hanging in there. <laughs> I felt like, you know what I'm saying, in in the name of, of, of spooky season and this is mm-hmm. the craziest shit, I felt, felt like I should take us to the craziest place of them all, right? Uh-oh. The black church. Now, Ooh. y'all know, oh, y'all know the, but yeah, I said it. I said it, okay? <laughs> the uh, the black church been having a bad week. They've been getting their ass whipped all week. Thanks to Kim Boogie Down Burrell, who went on Tamron Hall show and got checked in front of the whole world for dragging Yolanda Adams, who issued a loud and proud, now why am I <laughs> See how I get thrown and stuff? I ain't even do nothing. Because Kim Burrell just fucking brought her name up out of nowhere on Tamron Hall's show in reference to her not basically kissing her um, ample ass, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. during the time when she had made those horrible comments calling people broke and ugly in church. And so... And shout out to Tamron Hall. Can I mm -hmm, just say that real mm -hmm. quick? Because I love how she she did that. Mm -hmm. It just was very inspiring because she did it in a very professional way, but still let her know, you ain't playing Mm -hmm. with me Mm -hmm. and my friend on my show. I was Mm -hmm. like... Ooh, notes taken. Yeah. For more on my Very thoughts classy. on that situation, check out this week's episode of Warning Signs on our Patreon. Don't come mm. out, Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com. Come on down, come on down. Come on down. Hey, shout out. Wait a motherfucking <laughs> oh, <yeah>. minute. <laughs> Hold up. Damn, it is October. Friend, I'm so Damn, glad you said October. that. It was a motherfucker. Oh, my Look. God. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a goddamn holiday. <laughs> Shout out to matter of fact, let me why don't I play it, shall we? Let me go Please. ahead and play that shit right now because ain't Where no is that little girl that right now? I feel like I owe some college money or something. She still hasn't reached out to us. She hasn't, and we really need to Where know because you? I'm really sick of the bullshit okay. personally, you know. <laughs> um but <laughs> what I want to do is give a shout out to if you're a day one friend zone listener, then you know that October the 3rd is a holiday for us dating back to the Vine days because we found a Vine of this little girl who was mimicking what she had seen other like YouTubers and influencers do. Her name was cuter than you, the the, the letter U. And it wasn't it four yeah, cuter than you four. Like that, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, she made a video where she said that she was going to Disney World. Apparently, she was a little child, and her family was going on a vacation to Disney World. So she got on her Vine account and left the date, mimicking what she had seen YouTubers and shit do before. So it was so funny. She was like, this is what she said, y'all. I'm going to Disney World October 3rd, so if you want to come on down, come on down. down, And it's just an inside joke that we have. Here at the friend zone. So God bless you, kids. Yes. And wherever you at, get in touch yes. with us. Shit. We've been looking Please. for your ass for or years. The parents, in case they found her bond and it's like, I know these grown ass niggas ain't looking right. for my dog. She ain't been to Disney World that damn long. <laughs> Shit. Disney World been closed. This is the pandemic and everything. Anyway. But Dustin, um, but Dustin, can I just say how I screamed when I saw your tweet in all caps talking about it's a friend zone federal. <laughs> federal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then they have hundreds oh of retweets. I was like, so we're all just crazy. <laughs> October the third. You know you what? Some October third shirt. That so up on my we're gonna have an event. We need 3rd. to have an event on October the third. October third. We need to have an event on October the third, like some sort of celebration at Disneyland. And come on down. We need to because that is. Oh God! Shout out to her. Prices. But back to the mess, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. So because Kim Beluga Burrell, okay, um, did what she did and shamed the black church showing her ass crack, you know, all over television, I started thinking about, you know, spooky season. If she's so horrible, you know, I knew that there were other abscesses within the black church that needed to be, you know, exposed. And so why don't we do that now? First of all, we have to give credit where it's due. Um, we're going to talk about a story that I saw in the incredible BET Plus series called Trap Queen, American Gangster Trap Queens. Okay. So this bit, the motherfucker was a trap queen and a gangster here in America. Come on. And I learned about it on BET Plus. So shout out to BET Plus. Shout out to BET. Oh, BET Plus. Hey, BET. Shout out to BET and BET Plus. <laughs> now, this person, I'm going to call her a city woman. Because that's what she was. Now, she'd been up to her annex long before the city girls made their debut, but they her actions qualify, okay, underneath the umbrella of behavior that the city girls have established and identified. So this is a goddamn city woman. City right? women! And her Why? name... Her name <laughs> is Bishop Dr. Tracy Dickey. That's right. All right, now. Bishop Dr. Tracy Dickey. Now, I'm going to tell you about Tracy Dickey's motherfucking ass, okay? She was born July, or excuse me, June 29th, 1960 and 3 in Braddock, Pennsylvania, okay? Now, she was raised in the Baptist church and she always loved church and also always loved being the center of attention. So you can already kind of profile her ass from that. You know, a church kid mm-hmm. that loved the spotlight. Okay, within mm-hmm. church, you know the type. You've seen them. We you know all have one of those. We all have one. <laughs> the ones that was having sex and shit before we even knew what sex was, and still getting up there giving sermons and Sunday schools and shit. <laughs> you know all of that. But hey, that that's who she was. Okay, now <clears throat> on a sad note, her mom passed away when she was in the ninth grade. But I want y'all to remember mm-hmm. that she had that experience of losing her mother at a young age, <laughs> right? Because that trauma was there and present from that point. Um, fast forward, you know, through high school and she goes to college and she ends up meeting her husband, a nigga named Chris Dickey. So, you know <laughs> what was going on. It's an eight. Also. 
Stop. You get with a motherfucker born with the name in the name of, okay? And she was a church girl. Tell me she didn't drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thotty when she met when she met Chris Dickey. And I'm gonna tell, okay, dick him down, walk him down, like then at least said that's that's what that's what she was doing. Now, because you know y'all know nah. church kids is the freaks. Church kids, I believe, because you know everything had to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like a lot of the freaky sexual behaviors and shit came from people in church. Pontius Pilate and all them, they was probably the first ones sucking dick back there in the biblical oh, days and shit. Who would even it. think to put your mouth on it? You know what I'm saying? Like the first person to suck dick or eat a put you mean to tell you oh, if they was if somebody if somebody said let there be light, somebody had to say go down on me. You know what I'm saying? Like that, somebody did it you first. And I believe it was biblical. <laughs> oh yeah. I actually it because it got cold. That air is so cold. It, it, and it's metal, so <laughs> I had like freezer burn on my fingers and shit. I released it. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. So it's out of my reach. But just <laughs> know you, I'd be burping, burping, burping. It got so cold. Did y'all know that, that if compressed air like that gets cold? Ice cold. I wasn't prepared for that. I said, ah, I, I, you know what I'm saying? So cold feels just like a burn. It's the same sensation of shock. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, back to her and Chris Dickey. So they get married and she ends up giving birth to a daughter at 25. But three years later, they divorced and she ended up homeless and sleeping out of a car with her daughter, mm. right? But throughout yeah, all that, right. she was still bringing her ass to church because you know how church people are. They stick and stay. Um, not we we know like we know good church people right like shout out to Kia Dr. Takia yes. Robinson you know what I'm saying hey. one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life very um, clear and transparent and and walk it like she talk it when it comes to her faith based principles it's respectable it's honorable and it's some something that's important to her so we protect that in, when it comes to her you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. we make room for it naturally but we're not talking about that kind of church person right right that's Absolutely. a real church woman great distinction we're talking about these raggedy ass people who take advantage of it for the sympathy that they can get from the people that's in there that can allow them to keep being lazy or whatever, you know, just manipulating shit. But that's who Tracy Dickey ass was. Now she loved the church. She had been in church since she was a little girl and she always wanted to like assume a position of church leadership, but it just never happened for her. Right. She just ain't had that sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you know how some little kids like, the little nigga Keydron that was singing, ah, help us. You know the little, Dustin. you know the boy, right? You know who I'm talking about. But he no. has the oil. He has the oil, right? There's something that people recognize in the way that he sings them bleeding heart, you know, uh, when they see us ass songs, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that makes people feel something. So he has like an anointing on him, right? She just ain't have it. She just wasn't that girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they didn't believe in her. So they let her get on the nurse board. And I think she, you know, did a little something one, two in Sunday school or whatever, but she never was like a, a doctor or a reverend or none of that shit until she made herself one. Right. So while all that's going on, she's still at the, you remember she's homeless, but she's still attending like her local church in Pennsylvania. And once she started, you know, once she felt like there was no more room for growth there or whatever, she left the church and started like a prayer hotline where motherfuckers could call, you know what I'm saying? Like in the neighbors in need or whatever and get words of encouragement, which actually was a smart idea, but just an idea that would come (laughs) from somebody who to me, like a real person that you're going to lean on from prayer ain't going to come up with that. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of idea, that's somebody who's looking to make a profit to me, to me. And by profit, oh, I mean, I mean, P-R-O- P-R-O-F-I-T, not P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Yeah, to pay to pray. Oh, Yeah. Um, right, you gotta pray. <laughs> pray for pay. <laughs> yeah, she's pray, pray for pay. Pray for pay. <laughs> and now we have the title of. <laughs> See, I said pay. To this bitch pray, was pray for and pay. You just had to <laughs> salaciously <laughs> pay for pray. Oh, so God, look, y'all, because friend about to text us the title. Of the show. <laughs> you see me yeah. look down. <laughs> Please do, so y'all can stop arguing me on Twitter. Goddammit. <laughs> so <laughs> pay for pray. So during the time where she has this hotline, right, Tracy asks, she meets a whole bunch of young women who like approached her for like help on the hotline, on the hotline, mm-hmm. like Pretty Ricky. <laughs> okay. Well, Tracy Dickey. All right. She Tracy, had a hotline Tracy, too. Tracy, Dickie, and she had, uh-huh. Okay. Tracy, Tracy Dickey, Dickey, Dickey. Tracy, Tracy Dickey, Dickey, <laughs> Dickey. And she looked like she would like Pretty Ricky's music. But anyway, <laughs> people were calling the hotline or whatever, and it would be like, mostly young women, women that she would encounter, you know, or whatever, and give them this information. She kind of sought out people to let know that this service was available. Right. And she would like seek out people, young women who looked like they were kind of like broken down by life or whatever. And she would try to encourage them. She sounds like that story. I knew you were going to say that, friend. I just knew, I knew. The alignment. So First of all, you're too close to my plate of food. <laughs> like, you're talking girl, too close to my food. You're pointing and touching is. my food. Licking plates. Somebody broke it down. I didn't even have to say that because I ain't know. Like, I try to avoid being negative about and It's just my personal thing about black women. You know what I'm saying? If I don't have yeah. to be. Even when it's a glaring example of some shit that's on the tip of my tongue, like with this stormy nigga, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> wow. I didn't, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't say nothing. And I was so glad people were hitting the nail on the head. It was a young lady who tweeted like, yeah, royalty, you're licking your fingers, pointing, talking with food <laughs> in your mouth with your legs open and a, and a paper plate in your hand, talking about royalty. And that's when I tell you it was running across my, my mind. Okay. <sighs> it's just sad. How, who do you think you are that you're going to tell me my plate ain't fixed right? Did you see, did you see that she has a business? A did you see her business? <clears throat> I did, and I'm not going to knock yeah. it because if it's working for her, fine. But And hopefully somebody's getting a benefit. But honey, if that's what you like, said, that was my thing. Licking your goddamn, you got barbecue sauce on your cuticles and pointing at my food, talking shit to me. Is that the product here? Because your but name might be Stormy, but I'll open her. an umbrella on your ass. A lot of women love her. That's the the wildest part. <clears throat> like people saying she changed their lives. So I bet she did cussing them out about do? how they play, man. That would have me to be like, okay, well, let me just reset because that was such a crazy experience. <laughs> Maybe it is me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now we didn't figure. Because did you see story, when they came back okay? the next day and she was like, "This, I made my plate." <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Continue. And she she wanted that food too because you could see it. You could see it behind her eyes. You ever seen somebody? You could see a story behind their eyes when you look at her. I looked at the way she was looking at Stormy when Stormy was cussing her ass up. Bitch, why you got all that fucking food on your plate? The the girl that was looking at it was. I can see the story behind it. Behind these hazel eyes, here I am once again. I'm torn in the pieces. 
faces. I could see it. And I, I could hear that Kelly Clarkson song, Behind These Hazel Eyes. I could hear it when she was looking at her and cussing her out about a goddamn barbecued burger and some baked fucking beans. She wanted that food. That's why she let that, him put it on the wait, plate in the first place. That reminds me of I was having lunch with my mom. And you know how they'll ask you, do you want the salad or uh-huh. the fries? And mm-hmm. I said, the fries. I looked at the girl like... <laughs> And my mom said, wait, but my mom goes, maybe you should get this out. (laughs) (laughs) The air horn's still too far. It's still too far. (laughs) But I keep needing it. Yo, me and the waitress were like, what the fuck? But at least that was your mama. You know what I'm saying? At least that was called uh, for your mama. Imagine a bitch off the street telling you that. You know what I'm saying? You Friends. right. You right. The fuck? Friend. And see, people oh see, I know you. I looked you. at my mom like, I would prefer the goddamn fries. That's why I said that. God damn it. Like, girl. Friend would have whipped Stormy ass. Hell? I don't care what nobody say. I know Friend's triggers. And once Stormy would have pointed that food and spit it in I her face. Res- I would have had the burger in my mouth going, mm-hmm. Enjoying it. Loving it. The you whole right. time. <laughs> Baby Friend would have took that bottle of embodiment and hit her like, in, her, in the bridge of her nose. Hell you yeah. You talking to a tourist about what to eat? We would have we rocked the boat, <laughs> goddammit. Okay. <laughs> Shit. And worked the motherfucking middle. You got your damn mind, get your hand spitting and shit. Bitch, you gonna get your fucking N95 on? You gonna talk and they shit? Said, I saw someone tweet, which obviously this isn't journalism. Who knows if that tweet was even real? But I saw someone say that um, that girl's mom had died recently, too. I saw that, too. You and saw the, that? And, and did you see Stormy so saying, you ain't it, got no mama and no daddy? And that's exactly. why I was... That's why I saw the tweet with people being like, so those two things combined, it makes it even worse. <laughs> much like, much respect to Stormy. You know what I'm saying? This is all comedy. I yeah, don't I also clear. don't know her. I don't know I don't her. Know her. And I don't if know it who she is. For, I've never if it heard works of for her. her I've, I have heard of her. Part. She's um she's Coach Stormy is a very popular um online mm-hmm. like motivational speaker and coach and stuff that a lot of okay. people um have a great really positive, you know. Well, clearly um, I saw that from. post had like 17,000 likes or something. I watched like her that. one season but of you that ain't show. On. Yeah, she well, much much, you know, shout out to her or whatever, but I'm going to eat what I want to eat on my <laughs> Okay. And <laughs> please don't get close and to what she said. Just please that girl she was talking to wanted that food on she her did. plate and you was wrong mm-hmm. as hell for doing her food Just like, like, that. like you And if she paid that money to be she, here she, and she talks to you like that, then go ahead, sister. But please, Stormy, do not get close. But you, and Stormy, Enjoy every fry. You know she wanted that damn food, Stormy, and that's why you wrong. Because if I was her, I would have started thumping them shrimp off your goddamn plate. I'd have took my fingers to it. Oh, yeah? And two little sprints. <laughs> <laughs> Bye to your prawns. Not okay. Since we since we touching food around here, touch ding ding ding. I decided thumping her food. Oh, anyway, shit. back to anyway. Tracy Dickey. Mm-hmm. So she started the hotline or whatever. Now some of these ladies who were calling her had lost their parents. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some were divorced. Look so remember, I told you she lost her mom at a young age, so she knew how to play into. And say things right. that would, you know, say. appeal right, to a right. person with mm. that trauma. Okay. Oh, shit. 
So she obviously started out, you know, as a, a kind motherly figure to these young women who she would recruit um, and and allow them to confide in her. You know what I'm saying? And once they trusted her, that's when, according to the prosecution, because something happened that turned this into a case. Um, but the prosecution said that's when the alleged abuse began. Now, Tracy Dickey um, became remember, I told you she always wanted a leadership position in the church. Mm-hmm. Right. Miraculously, mm-hmm. she became bishop, doctor. Tracy Dickey um, of Deliverance Tabernacle Ministry. So she started a church with 10 members that she recruited from her hotline um, and and it was a self-appointed bishop and doctor. Wow, self-appointed. I guess okay. she said, if you want something done right, damn it, I'm going to do it myself. She <laughs> cut her hair like Bernadine and uh, waiting next like, damn it, I'm going to do it myself and turn herself into a bishop. You know what I'm saying? Wow, so, all right. Um, <clears throat> So in 1997, she started the church um, with just 10 members and she offered faith based services to members um, in her Pennsylvania location. But she ended up expanding to Orlando, Florida. Right now, why did she expand to Orlando, Florida? You ask Well, you didn't, but I'm going to pretend you did so that we can keep the story moving. So um, the reason she ended up going to Orlando, Florida, was because she ended up controlling all of the members of her church's finances. Right. When she would recruit them um, and ask them to recruit other members, um, she made them live in a community amongst each other. And she coerced them into giving her all of the money that they were making. Okay, and she told them that if they didn't give money, she told them that if they didn't give money and allow her to lead, God was going to hurt their family members. They would their family (gasps) members would be taken away from them. Um, And she started making them like she took full control of their lives. So this is so sad. Homegirl came up with this scheme where she said that um, in order for them to be a part of her church organization, they had to move into a community together, like a home together, and then get jobs working as hotel clerks to support her travel agency, her religious travel agency. The only problem was this travel agency did not exist in real life. So this was the scam that Homegirl was running, right? This was the scam that Homegirl was running, right? Um, hotel chains usually pay like travel agents a commission fee if the travel agent has arranged for like an individual or a group to stay at one of their hotels. Right. So the government, um, they they started monitoring well, more on the government in a minute. Right. So say, for instance, like Hyatt hotels or whatever, when a travel agent books to stay at a Hyatt, a Hyatt employee will enter the travel agents identifier number into the Hyatt travel agent commission database. Right. So like you have to get approved to be a part of this database of approved, you know, travel agencies that they mm-hmm. work with, because then the Hyatt um, <clears throat> reviews and approves the entries and electronically transfers payment into the travel agents bank account. So they end up getting a commission based off of the stay, mm. you know what I'm saying? Once they're on a, an approved list, so it becomes a no questions asked kind of thing. They review them once right. and then they're approved to be a part of this list. So homegirl, city woman, Tracy Dickey, Tracy Dick down Dickey, okay? <laughs> what she did was she created a fake travel agency 
beat the hell out of these women physically and spiritually because there were also physical consequences that ended up coming out in the court case, which we'll get to later. But she was physically abusive to these women. Oh, no. Beat them into submission and had them work in a hotel chain so that they could funnel fake money and funnel money fake into this fake travel agency. And she moved to Orlando because what's a lot of uh, what's what is there an abundance of in Orlando, Florida, because it's Old a tourism people. hub and Disney World is there. Oh, Hotels. No. Hotels. Oh, gosh. So oh, she could have so many options for all these people. Right. Damn. <clears throat> wow. So she purported to operate a travel agency called World Ambassador Travel, and she directed the young women who were members of her church, Deliverance Tabernacle Ministries, to obtain employment at these hotels and pay reservation commissions to World Ambassador Travel that it had not actually earned. She allegedly obtained approximately $130,000 from hotels during this scheme in its early days. In addition, she also had the members of the church remit their wages from the hotels directly to her bank accounts. So not only were they skimming off the top, but they also had to turn in 100% of the money that they earned to her bank account so that she and the church could manage their money for them, quote unquote as part of this spiritual rule that they had to follow. And through that, she allegedly obtained about $280,000 in wages uh, by four Deliverance Tabernacle Ministries members. Now, once you joined her church, she required, like I said, that you follow these guidelines and rules that she established, that they had to live together and cut off all ties with their family members. Um, they had to work not one, not two, but multiple jobs in these hotel chains. So these girls were working like double shifts and then sleeping for four hours. That's how she had them working on the cycle, all in the name of working for the Lord and working in submission for the Lord, you know, to give to the Lord and fund this mission that didn't exist for this travel agency that didn't exist. <clears throat> she, uh, according to the indictment that we'll get to in a second, um, she would tell these uh, church members that God was going to strike them down and threatening that he would harm their family members, physically abusing them, kicking them out of their residence, starving them as punishment and publicly shaming and humiliating them for failing to adhere to her rules. So if they fucked up, you know, there was a consequence that was public and shameful. She said that failure to obey her was defying God and that God was going to pay them back in, in spiritual and physical harm. OK, my goodness. Yep, She was slapping, hitting, punching, choking and um, <gasps> leaving them outside without food in like the cold. And, you know, Pennsylvania gets cold. I know they say it's so cold in the D. It's even colder in the P. All right. And she was leaving their asses outside. <laughs> so you. Mm -hmm. Makes you think about awful. that song. Mm -hmm. Ain't it awful? awful? I don't know where she where people get off thinking that God is supposed to be like mean and bad like this and right. restrictive. Like God is supposed to be a good thing in your life and make you feel but better. But a lot of about people are raised that way, unfortunately, like fearing sacrifice. God. <clears throat> you so to stand it's up. easy. It's e it's easy to to make them think that oh my gosh that's really sad and, and these people, were adults yeah people be saying like you should have a healthy fear of God but I don't know that there's anything healthy about fearing about something fearing like yeah, that. No. you know what I'm saying that's not the emotional that's not that's not issue. how I frame it it's not the button yeah. we need to be pushing here you know what I'm saying mm -mm. fear. Mm -mm. I ain't scared. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> okay, I watch ghosts, but I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Okay, air horn, darn. <laughs> Damn, it's too, it's too, it's so far oh, away. Nice. I was right mad you threw it. <laughs> I told you it was like holding an ice cube. I, 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 I thought you was holding that dry ice. Know. Hit it, Whitney. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. 
I didn't know. Okay. Oh my um, God. So, uh, yeah. So unlike a lot of con artists, you know what I'm saying? People that mostly do fraud. It wasn't just her cheating him out of money through like a money scheme or something like that. What made this worse was that she took all their earnings, every dollar, and she did so by means of like, repeated psychological abuse and physical abuse. So this was like, and in the name of preserving their own lives. So this was just nastier than like a scheming credit card stealing ass motherfucker. This was like mental warfare as well. Like these people are already on their down and out, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And going to her for help. And she knew that and stomped all over it. You got right because at least those people they just like take your shit and keep it moving. Like instead of the situation where they talking to you, they trying to guilt you and you know mind fuck you, and then oh that don't work, then they start putting their hands on you and shit. It's like what the hell? Like and you signed up for this? Yeah, it's crazy. That's so sad. (laughs) You hit me in the church if you want to. Don't let us be by the baptismal pool. Cause I'm finna be Dunkin' Donuts in this motherfucker, okay? <laughs> like I wish you would. You talking about you talking about somebody getting hit with all sixty six books of the Bible? And you know Bibles be leather bound and shit, so you can really tear a motherfucker the side of somebody's face up with that if you really want. To. I wish a, a parishioner would. You know what I'm saying? This I wish a motherfucking a clergyman. First of all, you got on the road. So you can't run and move, you know what I'm saying? You're going to trip if I get to moving around, you know what I'm saying? Busting moves around this motherfucker. You can't catch me, okay? But remember we did that episode, like, what would make someone more, like, more inclined to join a cult over someone else? You know, like, how we can clearly be like, no one's going to hit me and tell me that God is going to do this and I'm just going to be like... Okay, you know, and follow their lead. That just isn't something I know and myself. Were, it just wouldn't and you happen. Remember when we were t- but there are people that clearly yep. would, because that's how she was able to build that following. And I remember us discussing like what are the factors that play into the people that would follow a leader this far in, even down to all levels of abuse. Like that's yeah. so and that see, sucks. Remember, it, the it one sucks. thread I think that's there is they're crazy. <clears throat> I was going to say, when we when we talked well, about that episode or uh, had that conversation a couple of different times, because I, I remember after, you know, talking about the bag wine, like, you know, I would be more than willing because, you know, when you're in mm-hmm. despair, why not? But oh, what? I'll show what I'm me. telling you. Like when we were talking, like if it when the situation's like I would have my little red outfit. Let me outfit. tell you something. And the parties that they had going, like it just seemed like you know things was kind of nice. But if there was ever a scenario, because he was making shit happen, he was building airports. <laughs> this is what I'm saying to you. That you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing. But let the me change. find out. I didn't sign up for the wrong one, and it's actually uh, yeah. You ain't gonna be popping it, me for it's my Bishop little money. Doctor, and then. I'm getting beat up too because like, like not only am I I'm yeah. not even walking away from the church I am burning it down and I am visiting every member that thought they was putting their hands on me and beating them down and getting my money back and then some and be like well that must have been the blessing yeah huh, I guess that church was something no but no, <laughs> no but all and even all jokes aside because obviously we're being <laughs> ridiculous but it just makes me sad that there are people out here that are that susceptible to exploitation you know that you can abuse them and like that just and a lot of the times it has to do with what they experienced before that you know at the hands of caretakers and it's just like mimicking that relationship or that dynamic not even trying to like psychoanalyze these people because we don't even know them but it's just sad i hate that that this can happen yeah Mm -hmm. because even that bishop 
that bishop that we keep bringing up, like, why does he have parishioners? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, who goes to that man's church? It's just, ugh. It's very frustrating for me. I hate people that are okay taking advantage of of people who are clearly in need yeah. of guidance and support. You know, like that. Anyone who would do that, to in my opinion, is like that's a different level of evil. Well, different level of evil. One of the good. I agree, a hundred percent. Like that's like, the lowest on, of man. the lows. The lowest a, of the low. I'm a person who I don't like to see people get bullied. I've always been like that. I've always had a soft spot for like people that are in need. And the I was kids the that were kid. viewed as like weird in school. Yeah. I would be that kid that would just sit with them just off GP. Like yeah. I You're probably wouldn't sit, but I would speak and stuff. I would always say hi. I would. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would, all, I I'd talk to him in class. You know, the lunchroom now, we, you pushing it, friend. <laughs> and I would I would have let you, I'd be like, friend, we can talk to him in class, but come to the table. <laughs> you are so sick. <laughs> anyway, but um, I'm a person, I was a little kid who would cry when I would see like um, people <laughs> who didn't have places to live that had signs like I would work for food and stuff. I was the kid right. that would cry, go home and cry and make my mama and them go back up there Aww, with food and yeah. shit. I've Aww. always had a soft spot for people in need and I still have that in me, believe it or not, to this day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I still have that. So seeing shit like this, it's, hearing about a motherfucker hurts. that took advantage of somebody that was down and out on their last and, and going through shit in life, like that's a different kind. To me, it's a special place in hell for a mm-hmm. person I like agree. that. Like, I that's agree. just not a way that you should move through life to me. And that's exactly why she got what I'm about to tell y'all. What hey. she got. Mm. So one of the girls who, because let's button this up. I'm sick of talking about her <laughs> fraudulent <laughs> ass. So <laughs> one of the girls that she had working for her, remember I told you she had them working like double shifts and shit. Um, mm-hmm. This girl like got to her wits end and she became suicidal and she was just like completely over it. And so she started purposely leaving her computer open at work. Like she was so over, she wanted to get caught basically. And it's that really spoke to where she was at in life because she was so beat down that she couldn't even like for herself start the ball rolling by, you know, going forward with what this girl was doing. But she, she felt like if somebody catches her, you know what I'm saying? Then she'll be more It'll open help. to like, yeah. And so that's exactly yeah. what happened. She left the shit open. Um, the she was caught in the HR and when they caught her, when she got caught in there, she told them everything, right? And so after she did that, the FBI got involved. They started investigating um, Tracy Dickey and Tracy Dickey got the hell on down. She went on the run in 2015. What? This is our recent yes, stuff? because they... I don't yeah, know what year I thought we was in, child. Wait a minute. 2015. Yeah, in the in the year in the, on this in this day on this land, I definitely yes. thought you were telling a story from back in the day. That I mean, thinking crazy. back, you ain't say you know 50s, 60s, 70s, <laughs> 20s, nothing. You know, five, 10s, 15s, 20s. You ain't said none of that. What? So now I'm like, damn, 2015. What? Hell, these people still out here, gullah, gullah, gullible. In 2015, damn. they were still out here. From gullah, gullah island, gullible people. That's so sad. <laughs> so, um. So once the FBI got involved, they started investigating her, right? Um, and they ended up finding out that the uh, Tracy Dickey had used, first of all, she was in debt over $2 million to these hotels Ooh. in the Orlando area alone. Homegirl had, Homegirl had churches, churches in Pennsylvania and North Carolina and in Orlando. Come to find out the addresses 
um, in Pennsylvania. One of them was a post office box at the post office. And the other one was in the back of a um, grocery store. The back parking lot of a grocery store. They did not. These churches did not exist. It was all a big fat lie. And had the nerve to wow. call the ministries, <laughs> call the church whatever the ministries was international. <laughs> international. <laughs> you ain't even municipal, motherfucker. So, um. Anyway, she owed the hotels over two million dollars. Right? They found they saw they saw that she had rented a lavish villa in Orlando, spent thousands on personal experiences, expenses rather, such as beauty treatments. She had thousands and thousands of dollars worth of new designer clothing still with the tags on them. Um, And even in the sentencing documents. Right. Even after. So they find her in the airport in Dallas, Fort Worth and arrest her. Right. She was again. I told you she had got the hell out of the way Um, and she was moving around and shit on the run. But they ended up arresting her in the airport at Dallas. Um, She. They found out that she had rented that villa, was using all the money for that and traveling. Um, And then even while she was in custody after the government filed these charges against her, which I'll get to those in a second, they found out that she was continuing to perpetuate fraud, creating fake church websites that people could donate to. And she had set more than $17,000 in her inmate trust account, in her commissary. She had $17,000 that she had gotten through <laughs> illegal donations while she was on lockdown. So this is hey, a real city. You better be nice to me if you want some money on your She books. was in, in jail, in jail for scamming. <laughs> scamming. That's what she was doing while she was in the slammer. I so, kind of wow. respect it. I'm not going to lie. Um... I mean, that part, you know, I'm with you when you're right. So, <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> she was charged with three counts of wire fraud and one count of labor tracking and trafficking and pled not guilty, get this, on the basis of religious freedom. Oh! She felt like what she was doing, she felt like what she was doing was okay because she was a bishop and she was getting donations. Everything was donations. That's what she said. Well... That didn't happen. She ended up getting sentenced to 12 years in prison. Um, The charges that she was convicted for, okay, were labor fraud, human trafficking, and wire fraud. That's crazy. She got 12 years in. In the the last thing I want to leave y'all with, this is the worst part of it all. So she's still there now. Yeah, she's still locked. She's locked up. We won't let her out. Um, (laughs) Some of her followers still wrote letters of support during and after the trial arguing that she had been wrongly convicted. One of them was um, Elder Maisie Stoner, which we really could do a deep dive on that because Maisie Stoner, (laughs) maybe that's why you don't get it. But anyway, uh, she wrote to the court that uh, Pastor Dickey had been her pastor for more than 21 years. And she knows that she had been um, a great challenge to guide and watch over. And she had tried to walk away from the pastor and God a few times and done some things that she wasn't proud of. But the pastor had been a friend, a, a bishop and a spiritual mother to her through it all. And through her faith in God, she stood right by her side. And even now with the persecution that she's enduring, she's doing it with so much grace and maturity. Mm. So people are still dumb and blinded by the light. Um, but that's the story of Tracy Dickey. Uh, wow. She stole all the damn money and got caught in the end. And people still, I guess just like that song said, in the end, it doesn't Lincoln even Park. matter. You know, you know what, what sucks? <laughs> like, but you know what? I don't even get. Oh, go ahead. I was Sorry. just going to say it sucks because uh, unfortunately these people are <laughs> different. But 
When you get involved with people, yeah. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what you mean different? I mean, they, how, how are they, how are they well, different? I'm glad you asked that way because now I don't have to differentiate. They are yeah. different because <laughs> it sucks when you come into contact with a person like uh, the Dr. Bishop and it fucks you up because you become, <laughs> you become Bishop. tied. You become attached to, at some level I guess if you're staying around for the abuse or imagine not being one of the people getting abused, but you were an abuser and you were like hand in hand with the abuse. I don't know. But, you know, when you're just attached to someone like that and when you find out, oh, you're bad, like some of those people are going to walk away like, oh, I am glad that's over. Like, I need to go get some help. But some of those people are going to walk away like, damn, you know, like like they were putting me on a path. Like, it's just it's just weird and odd. And it sucks when people end up with people like that and they walk away from it, you know, because of their abuser, that, of that being something that, they, that they've known for such a, you know, however long of time it took to get them brainwashed or keep them brainwashed. Some of them are going to carry that and they might put that in new situations and that sucks and I don't want that. Yeah, you're right. I just thought you was going to talk shit about him being crazy, so I was ready. I just have that empathy for them. <laughs> no, I was ready to <laughs> No. I was going to say, too, watching all these true crime documentaries and even, you know, stories on, like, John Wayne Gacy and just all uh-huh. the different killers, they all have fans. They had people, even with things being documented in the news, in the newspaper, like the gruesome details of these people's actions. Obviously these are serial killers. It's a little bit different, but just to show like how even to that level, people will have a following. Like I saw people, yeah. Sending letters of support and money and, Christmas cards to all kinds of serial killers and being it like, I love now. you. Don't feel alone. Yeah. Like it's just, no, you didn't. It's just <laughs> sad to me. Like, but it just goes to show you the state of the In world. The like there are people from all walks of life that just react to things in very many different ways, because I cannot imagine hearing stories of this lady or even experiencing this lady and then trying to speak on her behalf. But and you That's know what's even more scary? I feel like we can't even be surprised no you, more these days. To <laughs> add on to you can't be surprised, honestly, it could be anybody. That's the weird part. Like, anybody to join that type of thing or do that type of thing. So even though it's like the people with despair or whatever and unemployed, it will be the most buttoned up sometimes. And they are just, they hate their job or being in the cycle. So then they feel like they're doing this other thing to get free. Is that her? I was going to ask if she was black. Tracy I want to see a movie. Oh, I want to see a movie. Gosh. She looks like Kim Burrell. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy Dickey, y'all. Shout out to y'all on Patreon. Shout out to Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. <laughs> if you're on Patreon, you can see this right now. We're showing the face of Tracy wow. Diggy Diggy Dickey. Wow. Tracy wow. Diggy Diggy Dick Dick Dickey. That's who, was, that's who was slapping the shit out of and choking hoes and all that wow. shit and making them give her money. She was she a looks pimp. like a lunch lady and that's crazy because <sighs> I would never let the lunch lady treat me like that. She do look like a lunch lady that stole the yeah. lunch money. Um, but yeah, that's the story of Tracy Dickey. Shout out to BT. Shout out to BT Plus. Um, American Gangsters Trap Queens. <laughs> watch that season three, Trap episode nine. Queens. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy Diggy Diggy Dickey. Diggy 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 <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Dustin, for that harrowing tale. Yeah, you're welcome. Of a, of a bitch that looked like a jack-o'-lantern that stole everybody motherfucking Dr. money. Bishop. I feel like wow. I'm going to do Dr. true crime Bishop justice. Penn. Like, what am I going to do next week? Can we just talk about scary movies and stuff next week? Because I just am not going to do true crime justice. 
I mean, you can really okay. do it how you want it. You it's just as long right. as as long as it's in the spirit of it, spooky it season, I feel like be. our it listeners will be down. Maybe I can find some spooky yeah. tech or something. I don't know. Yeah, or we could talk about tech. And, <gasps> maybe I can find like a true crime with like a spooky tech spin or something. All right, all right, all right. I'm more inspired now. We can continue. Yeah, well, I think deep fakes should be illegal, so there goes somewhere to start. <laughs> That's as spooky as it gets. You put my face on, putting Steve Harvey face on Megan Thee Stallion. Did y'all see that? They had I Steve Harvey the on Megan Thee Stallion. You didn't see the video? There's a, yeah, I think no, he was rapping big old God. free. And you know how Megan be, you know how she be like, you know how she be rapping like, and t- uh, you know, like, see, and it was Steve oh, Harvey's right. goddamn face. I said, this should be against the law. Wow. <laughs> but but thank you, Dustin. Asante, so you will I be love up doing this with y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. And thank you, Tracy Dickey. And well, no, no, thank you, Tracy <laughs> Let me stop for that before no, she get my motherfucking social security number for the bitch before she docks me. You know what I'm saying? You better not dox me, bitch. <laughs> so let's bring in. I wish that could be the title of the episode. You better not dox me, bitch. <laughs> Let's bring in the winch. There they go. You hear the, the, the uh, Harlem heat bringing in the winch. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's that time. <laughs> It is that time. Oh, at least you have heat. My Harlem apartment was was Russian roulette with the heat. Okay, so last time we had the wellness segment, we discussed scents, remember? And mm-hmm. everyone kind of shared their different scents and why you chose them and what part of the, your day the scents were a part of Justin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to do a part two. Okay. Um, but before we even get started on that, I wanted to shout out because people were asking Asante about your experience with mm-hmm. Scentbird because they were curious about it. So for those who don't know, Scentbird is like a subscription service, basically. And it's like they can send you one. They can send you two. They can send you three samples. The samples are mm-hmm. actually big. They're they not single like use the little, little magazine uh-huh, joints. No, they a little Sephora sample. Yeah, it's like a... Right. It's like you could really get into the spirit mm-hmm. of this perfume spirit. by using it a yep. few times. Um, and the way that it works is that you fill out like a profile, right? Like a scent profile of the scents that you like. And then they kind of can either curate it or you can pick. Yep. Right. So like if there because there might be specific scents you want to mm-hmm. test without before buying them expensive, you know, bigger bottles. Um, or maybe you just want them to base it on your scent profile and, and put you on to perfumes that, that you're open yep. to trying. So first and foremost, shout out to my mama. Uh, she gifted me Scentbird like maybe two or three years ago. Oh, that's an awesome gift. Uh, that's a really good We love good you, idea. Mama Sante. Yeah. And we love mama, you. Mama Sante, that's your mama's name. Yeah, Mama Sante decided, um, she was yeah. like, you always got you a little something mouse. So I figured you might enjoy finding a little something, something. And so... <laughs> she don't sound No, like she that. don't. That's how I do her voice. <laughs> um, that's, how, that's how she sounds to my uh, my internal child. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no. My mama sound like Gaga made other music. <laughs> she be getting on my nerves. <laughs> she getting on my nerves. Right. right. <laughs> she gonna listen back and she gonna call me, she gonna ask. 
sound like that. Like she don't sound like that, but that's how she don't sound. Um, no, so I, I actually logged on to Scentbird. I did the little profile, and what she bought me was like the one uh, once a month thing. But I was like, nah, you know, I want the two, three, mm-hmm. and I want the little vial. So I got like the whole set, and I've been getting it ever since. Even though I already have like full size bottles of things so that I found cute. that I like, but after I filled out that pro, like you found mm-hmm. the profile, it tells you to choose from scents that you like. You know, if, if you like a fresh, or if you like citrusy, or if there are actual notes that you like. Florals. Yeah, florals. If there are actual notes yeah. that you choose, like if you want to choose, like, oh, I'm in the cardamom or Caesar, uh, cedar Musk. or whatever, yeah. And then they'll sometimes ask you, <laughs> what are some scents that you like that you your go-to? And then um, they'll always, they'll let you pick, and then I would go through, I picked, like, literally for, like, the first six months, and then I fell off, and I was actually just getting them, because, again, I have a bunch of full-size ones already. Like, I was getting them, and they were easy for travel. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I was going on the road, I was like, all right, cool, I'll just throw these in there, so I got to, you know, uh, check a bag. But then I stopped really, like, staying up on them, and so... I had to check a bitch in TSA when they try to take it, it from Exactly. But <laughs> I love that. now that the TSA will ask. Like, they'll be like, mm-hmm. if you want to keep this, you can check your bag. Do you want to do that? Even though I'm usually like, no, just toss it because it'll be something yeah. dumb I forgot because I'm like it's my first day in the airport why did I have this anyway um when I get the uh, little trials now now I, I test them and usually they'll give you a little card when they send you the scent with the note of uh it'll tell you like what the fragrance is the notes of it and then it'll give you like a little bio description which of it which I love cool. it's my favorite part because uh since I don't fill out and that's okay. how you learn yeah. too and that's a cool way to start learning like okay I noticed that I'm gravitate towards scents that have these notes these, these top mm-hmm. notes yeah so I think that's a cool way um, I just went on their site too just out of curiosity they're actually having a 50% off sale Ooh. right now where you could take half off your first month for all plans and the the one if you want to get the one that Asante was saying where you get one it's like $8.47 a month now the one for two fragrances is thirteen fifty, and the one for three great fragrances is like eighteen fifty. Sam Brady, I should hit us up. Okay, give no, us, no, this give I was us. just finna say this ain't even an ad. This is not <laughs> it's an it's ad not at all, and that's crazy. No, it's definitely not. No, no, no. I just people were asking like, oh, I want to yeah, try. I love what Sam is this? So I was like, you know what? I'll circle. I'll bring yeah, because I know it's a cool way too for people that want to get into scents and mm-hmm. finding out their scents. So I thought like, let me bring that back and also that's ask smart. like about your experience Asante because I have used Scentbird through other friends <laughs> subscriptions mm-hmm. where they were like try this try this and then I'll try it but I've never had one of my own I was just gonna say I, I actually love it so much <laughs> please tell me because I love it so much quick Dustin do you know what that's from <laughs> I'm low key gonna sorry that was Countess Vaughn anyway um (laughs) I love Scentbird so much I have a uh, like a scent organizer that fits all the little vials of them because I oh how cute yeah because one of my favorite things is when they send you the card it'll tell you like what the notes are and sometimes I'll read the ones that I like Mm -hmm. and then I'll see like a new scent I'll be like ooh like that'll that'll smell different and then I'll, I smell them and I'll be like, all right and so I can organize like which ones I like in the front which ones I haven't really tried towards the back and which ones That's are just like good like, like you can get that. between like three to five maybe five to seven uh uses out of each bottle depends on how light you go if you layer like whatever you do yeah, that's lot. super cute. All right, so you probably might get two. I'll be drowning you might get two in or three. I wear a lot. Y'all been around me. me I wear too. a lot of cologne. I've had to, yeah, me too. I actually sometimes have to tell myself to reel it in because I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, this is intrusive at this I point. I mean, spray it in my <laughs> socks and everything. Anytime you hold your sock open and be like. Wait, hold on, hold on. Don't go there. Oh, that's God. actually what's 
I was going to ask. So don't okay. go there yet. Don't go there yet. You, you, we ain't there yet. So Scentbird was the first site I wanted to put y'all on to. Um, in case you were curious, <laughs> the guys are down. Um, and then I wanted to talk to you too about Fragrantica. Have you ever heard of that site? No, that sounds like a, a, a perfume video game. <laughs> I thought that was the glass set. F R A G R A N T I C A. It's like Fragrantica, basically. Yes. And and it's a really dope Sorry. site. That's what I <laughs> it's a dope site that's like an encyclopedia of perfumes, basically. So if you have a perfume oh, that you want to look up, yeah, like and you Britannica put it on with there. Fragrance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like a. It's also a perfume magazine, so it can mm. like show you what's coming out, what brands are creating, what's already out, and then it's also a social like a social media. It's like community. People share their thoughts on perfumes. So if you're someone who's really trying to get in the scene or just really get an idea of what your signature scent should be, mm-hmm. this is a cool way to start learning. Even though I will say. I think reviews on perfumes are kind of tricky because it's such a personal yeah. thing. You right. know, like, cause I might think so you there stink. are people, right. There are people who will swear by a scent and then you go and smell it. I'm sure the ones that I suggested, maybe some of y'all went and smelled and were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then there might be some that you're like, okay, this one. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's very personal, subjective. And also everyone's chemistry is mm-hmm. different. There's Absolutely. some people that you try on the same perfume and smell, smell completely totally. different. Like it's so it's a very personal thing. So I know y'all like watching your YouTubers that share their perfumes and maybe you want to go buy it. But honestly, it's a personal experience. I say go to Nordstrom if you have one nearby. Even Macy's. Remember mm-hmm. when we were little and you'd go walk through the first floor mm-hmm. of Macy's, all those Perfume goddamn perfumes. Mm-hmm. You'd have a, a headache with them trying to spray you. Like, go to Macy's, go to all those types of stores. Your Macy's and always have a out. sale. I just bought a bottle of. Um, always have a sale. I found a new scent that I love by Valentino. It's called Yellow Dream. Mm. Um, mm. And it literally is one of the best. When I find a scent, like, I'm going to wear it for years. Yeah. That's how good it smells. Mm. It's going to be like yeah, a new signature. I'm the same for me. way. And they have a sale. I just bought a bottle like two or three days ago from Macy's and Harold Square. I feel like my friend Raven, who I want to shout out my friend Raven, because she's actually who put me onto this site. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like she just told me to try Valentino Yellow Dream. Mm, I that's swear. What I wear. She said Valentino and it had yellow in it. I'm curious about that. I said, am I gonna pee when I am I gonna pee in the bed tonight? <laughs> yellow dream. I said, let, you me, are so let me make sure I ridiculous. go before I lay down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but let me <laughs> But let me show y'all the, how cute the site is. So when you you can go and put this for those of you that are watching, right? You can go and put whatever perfume, right? And so when you go to it, it'll show you the actual perfume. Mm-hmm. You see? And it'll tell you what they call their main accords. So it's like, this is Good Girl Gone Bad by Killian, right? So it's like white floral, floral, tuberose, lactonic. It's fruity. It's yellow floral. So it's giving you an idea. But then when you go down, it has a pyramid where it breaks down the top notes, the middle notes, and the bass notes. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's how you can really start to learn what you like because you'll start seeing, oh, I noticed, you know, I gravitate towards things with jasmine or I gravitate towards, towards things that have amber in it or sandalwood, more woodsy scents. Or some people like f- smelling fruity. Like we grew up with, um, what is it? I would say Bed Bath & Beyond. That is not Victoria it. Victoria's Secret. <laughs> um 
No, the the <laughs> where you get the sprays and the creams. Oh my god, it's oh, gonna kill me. Where? Let me think. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about the scent store. It starts with a B. Body, bath and Body. Yes, Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works. I'm like, yeah. it's not Bed Bath and Beyond, child. So. We grew up on that and the Victoria's Secret scents. I used to wear Amber Rose, which was the yellow bottle. And I was so ridiculous. (laughs) And I was so ridiculous that I would wear the lotion and the spray (laughs) as if you needed both. Ridiculous. Take over the whole train car (laughs) when I walked in. (laughs) I just just watched this YouTube. (laughs) That's insane. I just watched this YouTube where this girl, she was showing like her beauty routine. I don't even know why. Somebody was like, you have got to see all this stuff that this girl puts on her body. And the way she was slathering everything (laughs) everywhere, then going back and then spraying and getting like all her parts of her body extra wet. And then she was like, all right, you got to let it dry out. So give me about five to seven minutes and I'll be back. See, no, I'm not that it. I'm not that intense, but I'm I just, close. I wish you. I gotta find this video <laughs> and send it to you because it was. And you know what? It is not called no Amber Rose. I said that because of Amber Rose. It's Amber Romance. Amber Romance. That was Amber the fucking Romance. name of the scent. Amber Romance. <laughs> if you know, you know. But so Fragrantica is a good way to find you know, the the notes and the main accords of the perfumes that you're really into, or maybe there's something you might be into looking into. Cause someone mentioned it, maybe the ones that we've mentioned on the previous episode. And this is a good way to know, like, mm, I actually don't like the breakdown of this perfume. I don't like woodsy Not trying it. You don't, you don't like those like warmer musky like, scents. So I just looked up the uh, yellow dream on Fragrantica and it said the mm-hmm. main accords in it are warm, spicy, and sweet, which I took issue. It, first of all, it says warm, spicy, sweet, fruity. I stopped right there. I was like. <laughs> Justin, please. I started looking like Jocelyn Hernandez. <laughs> like, what the fuck y'all trying to say? But then I was like, let me be mature. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Vanilla, citrus, cinnamon, fresh, tropical, woody, powdery. This shit smell good, okay? Oh. I don't it know. It sounds if this... like a mixture of, of a couple different, like it has But if I was going to describe it, I would have described mm-hmm. it completely differently. Mm. Completely different. Be like, it's fresh and citrusy and like really like, um, um, uh, in your face, I don't know, but I would have said, I would have said something else. I want to not no damn yes. fruity and and sweet. Fuck you trying to right. say? I smell like son of a bitch. I almost want to go grab one of my Scentbird <laughs> cards because it has the uh, notes listed on it too. So whenever I get a fragrance, because usually I would like open it up right then and like spray a little, read the card, and then like be like, do I smell like? Okay, there's a little bit of tonka bean in there. I didn't think I was gonna know that. Like you know, just to see if I could kind of get a feel bean. of what's going on. Right. But um, <clears throat> it's funny because I'm on Fragrantica t- as well, and I looked up Amber, uh-huh. Amber look Romance, up? Victoria's Secret for women. Oh, um, tell me what's the main accord. Oh, that's so cute. The nostalgia. Main accords, sweet, <laughs> vanilla, amber, okay. and then powdery, lactonic, cherry, woody. Mm. See, woody. and that's the that's the key for me, because I looked up Santal Vanille, right? Which is mm-hmm. the perfume yeah. I've been wearing a lot, especially now that it's fall. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's warm. And I looked it up and it has the same notes. It has amber, it has um powdery, warm, mm-hmm. spicy wood. So I feel like that's just what I gravitate yep. towards. Even though I've been opening up myself up more lately to more floral scents, uh-huh. which wasn't really my jam. I always find 
found that to be very old lady. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a very grandma scent to me. Kathy but Hilton. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also getting older, so I wonder if that's what it is too. It's you're, like no, I'm, <laughs> you're just growing. I mean, you're, but you're, you know, you're. Your, if uh, anything, it means you real as fuck. changes. Because you you stay down. You know what I'm saying? You just evolve. Like, yes. I don't it's like, like these food, tones, though. But I like it. Think you know, of the you food. Palette. Think of food that you didn't fuck with when you were younger. And now you're like, I'll eat that. I'm cool with that. You know, I ate steak like tartare the other night. I was at a restaurant and I had steak tartare. Toe it down. The old me. <laughs> The old me would have been gagging yeah. in the restaurant. I, I can't, I can't get it down. I can't get it down. I'm gonna throw up. Spitting in a napkin, acting like I was literally about to die. But I just ate it. It was and so now, fucking good. Yeah. See, so I know our our, our tastes begin to evolve. You know, uh-huh. so I noticed that I'm I'm more open now to to floral and even f- fruity. I'm still a little well. I'm playing with this. The, 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 the fruity, I guess, if you want up to parlay in, um, Amber Romance is warm and alluring blend of black cherry, cream angolese, vanilla, and sandalwood. It belongs to the Secret Garden collection. So maybe if you want to get you sandalwood. some like black cherry scented or some notes of that Something in there, in that world, yeah, right? And that's the cool part too about about this um, this website because you can just throw in, I guess, the notes that you're looking for, and then it can kind of aggregate perfumes that fit that profile that you mm-hmm. were drawn to. It's, it's just cool. I think this whoever created cool. it is very cool. Whoever created it was spot on. And I have to thank my friend Raven because she would, what she does is when she goes to talk about a perfume on Twitter, mm-hmm. she'll post the profile of the perfume. And so people can kind of get a breakdown of what she's talking about. Cause you know, if you post a perfume, the first question is going to be, what does it smell like? Right. And it's like Which hard so to really dumb. explain that. Because <laughs> it's hard to explain that. So she, I noticed she would always post these screenshots from this website. And so it got me interested mm-hmm. in it. And I had to put, you know, that out into people's awareness in case they didn't know about it either. Um, so I think Scentbird, yeah, it's super dope. Semper, and also I think it, it, it gives you language, you know, like yeah. now you'll be like these, what, when people ask you like, Oh, what do you like about that scent? You have the language for the yeah. notes, you know. Yeah, it's like a just, Somali, you know. like a wine sommelier, but for cologne. So, oh yeah, smell allier. Smell allier. Don't make me get to ground this motherfucker. <laughs> I can tell you what you smell like. <laughs> I'm so mad at you, but and you know I love people too. I had a, a friend date. I went on a date last week, right, with a new friend that I made. Okay, and she brought me a candle. For from Lalabo, a Santal 26, which if anyone knows That's that a, scent, yes, it yes. is it is the one. And when I and she just that was her wow. gift to welcome me to Portland. And I wanted a to cry. Because I was like, I was like, you know what? She gets me just before even meeting me for her to think that. And you know, if you buy from Lalabo, you can customize the box. Mm-hmm. So the the box of the candle said, Welcome to PDX, Fran. Now that I was so can't. thoughtful. That was so thoughtful. I love like, that. Isn't that the nicest? So things like that. And the fact that she just knew to get me something scent based, I just mm-hmm. thought was super, super dope. Shout out to Zanel, my new friend. Out here hey, Zanel. <laughs> hey, Zanel. Y'all right? better Zell, so- Zanel. <laughs> <laughs> Put some money and make a day. Shit. She's super fly. She's super fly. So, you know, I think scent 
wow mm-hmm. personal is also a really really cool gift if you're aware of the sense that your friends like you know friends and lovers so this is a this is a cool way to know what that is too so next time you can like be a, if you're aware of your friends notes you can also put them on to new perfumes and colognes that they'll be like oh shit tell them to tone it down no more woodsy don't no more Stay no more woodsy. That, that, that fruity smell. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter. I forget who it was because I feel like it was someone we knew, like one of our friends that mm-hmm. asked. Um, I wonder if it was the girl Beyonce that she she does that um, that Santal uh, glimmer lotion yeah. that I mentioned the other day that you yeah. can put on. That she has that company. I, she, I think it was her. I don't. I don't want to say, but I think it was her. But she asked, "What would you do if your partner didn't like the scent that you like? Would you stop wearing it?" Yeah. <laughs> you would stop wearing it. Mm-hmm. Because I would wow. be like, because I'm only gonna be with somebody I trust, and I'd be like, well, maybe I do. Maybe it don't smell on me the way that I thought it did, and I would try something different. Now, if the motherfucker came mm. back, spun the block with that same shit. Then we got a problem. Then it's me versus you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I give you the first time because we all can get it wrong sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. you know I would I would consider yeah. it. I ain't gonna say I would do it off the strength of them saying that to me. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I would do a self. There ain't nothing wrong with doing a self check. You know what I'm saying? Like something that's you, interesting. You can always I change. Wouldn't, I wouldn't stop wearing it if it's a scent that I really like. I guess we just mm-hmm. have to make arrangements like. <laughs> Maybe I only wear it when you're not well, around or when I travel to other yeah. cities. Yeah, like we have to make a compromise because I ain't not wearing it. <laughs> like I'm just going just. But I don't know. Just like I'm, I'm going to be like, cool. I've been around people, yeah, partners and everything that I didn't necessarily like the sense that they picked. And, you didn't but say I'm like, nothing? fuck it. I mean, yeah, I'll make fun and be like, it smells like like terrible but I won't but it's not to the point where I'm like I don't want you wearing it I would never tell someone that I'll just be like ew you're wearing that that scent I hate and it'll just be a joke now if this is something that I actually do hate I would actually (laughs) I would kindly ask you know you substitute scent I'd be like but I'll make it fun I'll be like we we should get a scent just for us you know what I'm saying that you just know that you know I'm I'm gonna get you something no you did it not you finessing it I used to kick it with somebody and I hated these like sandals that they wore or whatever right and so this was not and this is not my ex for anybody that may be listening trying to run this back (laughs) this is not my ex this is somebody else that I've like dated or whatever in the past. We weren't never in a relationship, but we used to kick it. We've still friends though. Not these sandals. To this day. And I hated <laughs> these fucking sandals. And from the moment I first seen them, I wore them sandals out. I'm talking about <laughs> every time, every time I go over this person's house but and I see think these that's, sandals. But see, like, to me, I don't know. I know people have different ways of relating to people and like honesty, but I am a playful person. Mm-hmm. So when if I'm wearing something that my partner thinks is terrible, we crack on it. It's not right. a thing. Yeah, like it's not a thing where he'd have to like walk around eggshells like, ah, oh, I don't want to say. Like he'd no. be like, that is awful. <laughs> that's actually the fun part of being in a relationship with somebody me, is hating funny. that shit or something like yes. yeah, like and and scent is no different. I think that's how I would approach it. Like I'd just be like, "Yo, that smells like <laughs> shit," and we'd laugh. Yeah, and then that, which like, is why. So it. you you see what I mean though when I say like I'd be open to like that's how I receive. I would receive it. Like, well, damn, maybe totally. This shit do like, but it's, yeah. there's a difference between that and somebody telling you. 
I don't want you to wear this or do that. And it's I don't a problem think in our cool. relationship. So like, hell no. Nah. You got me. Because it's a scent. Like, and what's we wrong with you? So we if get to boxing scent. this motherfucker. You know <laughs> it's a scent. But like, what if the nigga wearing, like, Victoria's Secret Love Potion? And it's like, I don't want to smell that. Like, because then, you know, that's going to get all over the couch and stuff. Not that niggas do. I'm just giving an example. A wild example. I, I get how but it can you be might not be with a bitch that will wear this. You know, you know what I'm saying? The first damn I mean, place. I would not, but so some shit, you know, it's, there's filters. You know what I'm saying? Like some, some, shit, some shit gets filtered. That's true too. Yeah. I've never I've never dated someone that have bad taste and sense, personally. I feel like that has it's like music. But that's part I've, of it. I've rarely dated someone that we their can't music even have a conversation if you stank to me, especially if your cologne is stinking. Like you literally smell like mothballs get the fuck out of my face what the fuck we finna talk about other than what's that smell that's the thing I probably wouldn't even know it was you so you might get me in a conversation like, Do you smell that? <laughs> god damn what the fuck is that true? that's how that's how we would probably have a conversation you know Maybe that you happened to me you. you know wait you know who that happened to me but I love her cause she's so vocal <laughs> it happened to me with Noah I had put on a new oil and I forget what the oil was. It was one of my Kumba uh, made oils I from Whole Foods. Kumbaya, <laughs> and, and Noah goes, right? I mean, same thing. And Noah goes, I don't, she goes, what are you wearing today? <laughs> and you already know when someone says that. <laughs> I love her so much, man. So this little girl is much. perfect. So what did she say, friend? She said, what are you wearing today? And I said, uh-oh. I said, you, you're you letting me know you don't like it. She goes, I don't. It's not. It doesn't smell good. <laughs> she goes, it doesn't smell good. And I said, well, thank you, Noah. <laughs> okay. Woo. I said, um, I apologize that you have a scent in your in your house today that you don't like. And she was like, it's just, I don't like it. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I received that. that. And me personally, that would make me be like, well, that. Right, like maybe you know what I'm saying? Well, maybe I, was, I do need to you know, lay off the whole hole, but and I know she felt comfortable because she knows I'm a scent person, and every yeah. time I'm around her, she knows like she always hugs me and smells my neck. She's always like, I love when you she smell. She loves like, you, yeah. She loves me, so I know that was her way of being like this one right here, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Don't wear you know, that again. right? That was a she was Don't being again, you know what she was, bless her little heart. She was tapping into her personal friendship with you. That's some she was kicking it, it with you, so like sweet. her friend, like girl. What the, I don't like that girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bless her but heart. I love that she felt comfortable too. I don't know why that did, like I felt like that mm-hmm. was that spoke to our relationship that she could talk Super to me and feel me. safe saying that's the friend. But <laughs> so definitely check out Sunbird, check out Fragrantica. And then the last thing I wanted to ask y'all, which Dustin tapped into at the top of the segment, was you know that there's like a lot of science and theories on where you're supposed to mm-hmm. place perfumes and colognes. Um, they tend to say like the hot spots, right? Like behind <laughs> your ear, like your inner elbows. I know people put it behind their knees. Basically, wherever the heat will activate the perfume and cologne through sweating and movement like that's so it'll get it kind of popping off of your skin right for lack of a better term so but to me i think people should place it in whatever makes sense to them right mm-hmm. for me it's always strategic like 
I'll place it in the back of my neck because when I'm walking past people, that's what creates that trail that everyone turns like, oh, shit, you smell good as hell. Or like um, I love putting it in my inner elbows. I love it even in certain parts of my hands because, you know, when someone's talking to you, you can smell their hands. I don't know if I'm just hypersensitive to smells, but I can tell. (laughs) Here's, this is nasty, but I can tell when a man used and the bathroom and mm-hmm. didn't wash wash mm-hmm. his hands. There's like that musty, like your hands was on near your balls and you didn't wash them. And that really turns me off when I'm talking to someone. Like, I don't think people realize how aware the person talked to can be of the sense in your different parts of your body. So... I'll do it in my hands, obviously wrists. I do love, you know, back of the ear because if someone's hugging you, that's that point where they're like, ooh, I saw, um, what's that actress that she's so beautiful that she was in um, Star, um, the one that basically was the blueprint for how girls look Brian on Destiny? IG now. Oh, Amaya. Oh, Amaya, Amaya Scott. Scott. Yes. Amaya oh, yes. Scott yep. literally mm-hmm. tweeted, shout which I thought Amaya. was in such, shout out to Amaya. Literally tweeted, which I thought was funny because it was in such alignment with my wellness segment today. She tweeted maybe like two or three days ago that she loves spraying her ankles. And we can Mm -hmm. guess why. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, that's exactly what I do. (laughs) Hello. Okay. Hello, Katie. To me, that's smart. Okay. To me, that's smart because it just goes to show, yes, there's a science to it. But it's also like when you're interacting... In whatever ways, you should place the perfume in ways that'll give people a whiff, you know, where they're like, ooh. First of all. What you wearing? (laughs) First of all, when you get out the shower and you put on your lotion and shit, well, I'm not going to say what you should do. Me personally, like, I get out the shower. My process, Mm -hmm. right? I get out the shower. When I put lotion all over my body, I spray spray cologne on my whole naked ass body body right then you know what i'm saying the whole then, thing like top yeah. to bottom dick Ooh. balls everywhere everywhere Only <laughs> thing i don't do is my ass crack because that's weird but like you know everywhere else so then i'll but wait, get dressed can I, hold on can i ask mm-hmm. a tmi question do you, you ever wonder <laughs> oh what can they taste it exactly that's yes. my only concern with certain things is if someone's tongue they're gonna be like oh yeah. that's perfect that's a chemical you know what, I mean? you know what i'm a saying chemical right but but First of all, <laughs> the focus going to be somewhere else in here. It's going to be a visual focus, okay? Second of all, <laughs> let's be clear. Second of all, after I put it on, on my body, then I get dressed. And once I put my clothes on, I spray cologne on top of that. And then I go. Mm, layers. I yeah. like that. That way you don't smell yeah. me whether clothes on or clothes off. You know yep. what I'm saying? I it's like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any places? Well, if you say you spray your whole body, then I guess not. I was going to say, do you like have my, a place that's unconventional? <laughs> that's weird. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to even look spraying crack uh, cologne on the crack of your ass? That's weird. Like, you know, me, I'm 6'1". It just don't look right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. But, uh, you know, that shit just look weird as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Talk about cranes in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, but. (laughs) Look. Also, Fran, please. Um, I think <laughs> just, just take the wheel back, Fran. 
<laughs> he's Sweet. trying. He said also. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a process. I think we all have our processes when it comes to scent application. Personal yes. For sure. And there are people that layer. Do you ever do. layer? Like multiple scents? I layer scents? through my soap and my lotion, I don't. too. Sometimes it's... You let uh, say I it again. My, I my soap and my lotion. I have like a scented soap, and it, I don't always use them together. Mm, but sometimes true, I'll true. like go back and and like yeah, body yep. washes, and yep. then your lotion. But you can't. That's true, well, you shouldn't. But some people la- you can layer those scents because you know sometimes you feel like oh you know the, the the soap smell good, but I feel like I washed it off. So then you put on a scented lotion too. Sometimes you can layer, but pay attention to what you're layering if you're going to do that. Or, yeah, to make sure that it right. mixes well, because otherwise you just smell like a lot and of especially things. Especially if you're going to layer yeah, perfumes on top of that or that. remove that. Like, sometimes it depends on like what the scenario is, how I layer, because that's like a whole thing in itself. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to layer sprays too, yeah. also yeah. be aware of that, because some people will layer sprays and then talk about one of them things burned me. And I'm like, maybe it was a mixture of them. I don't know. So I'll just be just... You know, don't don't be a chemist over there, but you know, it is your body chemistry. Speaking of scented soaps and stuff, and speaking of Le Labo friend, they have some incredible, mm-hmm. some of the best. To me, Le Labo has the best scented body washes that you can buy on the planet. Like I've they, never tried their body wash. Oh my God, friend. I like, should do that. I've only tried the obviously the perfumes and the candles. I haven't the tried. The body wash is fucking incredible. Do you hear me? Mm. It is it it. It trumps and usurps, fuck saying Trump, it usurps any <laughs> scent, like any body wash that I've gotten in like a cologne set or with, with a cologne brand. It's stronger than all that, but in a good way. And it's mm. it, it's just great. Try the Lelabo body wash. You're going to be like, oh, my God. I like that. I'm going to definitely try that because, you know, I love me some body wash. Asante, what what's your application process? I know you said you'll do the soap, oh. but do you have places that you'll place it that you're like it's unconventional well, i don't put it on my ass crack but i do make sure i get the top of my back <laughs> i mean that's the top bottom part mm, like, the tramp, like the tramp like the tramp stamp you know you just just because yeah. you know walking i feel like too you know i just want to make sure like i get like my back and, and then, yeah that trail because i do get the back of my neck and then sometimes i also use a little uh like a scented oil or something in my hair now so, you know, just a little something. Yes, hair is a big one too. Beards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mustaches. Mm-hmm. I feel like men uh, forget sometimes that that is a, a really great way mm-hmm. to play with scent as well. When someone's kissing you, just having that hair smelling fresh too with a good scent, it makes the kiss just, I don't know, it could be me that I'm someone too. <laughs> you know who used to make like some really good... I'm someone that is so turned on and activated by scents. And so if I'm kissing, kissing you and it smells good in your mustache... We can I used to love the... Are you kidding? I used to love the... For real though. I used to love the beard butter from Mercedes. Exora, they used to make like a distinguished gentleman butter... And oh, then, like that, yeah. she used to do some beard bombs. It was always like a great mm-hmm. consistency. It always made your hair feel really soft, and there was always a great scent to it. I remember I always get some compliments on those. Mm. Shout out to Xora. Yeah, fellas, I think, or anyone that has a mustache and a beard, I think it's something that can be forgotten, but is it adds to the experience, especially when you're dating or being intimate. Scent will really just you got me, especially like a well moisturized like those are things that I know it's, it might not be anything for anyone else but I care about well moisturized well scented everything clean skin does something clean. to me like just clean because on. don't be spraying and, and applying all that to dirty skin you have to like cleanse 
the palette. Like and moisturize. Cause sometimes I'll see people share like sexy pictures on Twitter, right? Ankles. And it'll be like the the inside of their thighs will have that gray (laughs) cast. And I'm like, oh no, like like you can't do oh that. Oh my god, what happened to Vance? <laughs> You're making me like, damn, what the fuck is like like a little oil goes a Ooh. long way. Like you don't know how much that turns someone on too to just see that supple, moisturized skin. And you know what? I'll speak for myself because there are definitely people that probably get turned on by ash. <laughs> There's someone for everybody. No, I done heard a that- lot of kinks. In my days, you know, there's someone out there that sees that Brand. gray cast and, and the guys just turned on. I you know who. it. I wonder Green. who. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If you are a listener and want to send me an anonymous message, <laughs> or or say it with your chest, you like Ash. Put us on, and I'll read it next week. Somebody does. Wow. You know how this world is. But for Mario me, Mario Winans over here. I don't wanna know. <laughs> I love when your skin has that dewy glow. Like, ooh. And you don't even need expensive products. Coconut oil. You don't need expensive. Yep. <laughs> There's some men that I've seen put coconut oil on need. their body. And that's all they need, which is insane. Because meanwhile, it doesn't need. work for me for some reason. I've tried it just not. Nah, it don't work with my skin. But I've seen men that have put coconut oil and look glistening and gorgeous for the rest of the day and it just works so I you could get that friends. from the market right and it's just especially shout no out what? to Eastern Parkway um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Eastern Woo! Parkway um, our muscles yeah. and tattoos <laughs> butts yeah come on friend let's and go butts. we gotta keep it moving <laughs> come on friend cause nice hands I just <laughs> So that was it. Just, I think people should consider the role, not just in the engineering, like we discussed in the last bonus segment for you personally, like how scent plays a role in your schedule and your motivation and just Mm -hmm. giving you the energy for certain things or the relaxation, depending on what you're looking for, but also how the role scent plays in your interpersonal (laughs) relationships, dynamics, like that plays a role. I need you to smell good for me to be turned on. That's just bottom line for me. And it can be annoying because I know some people like more, um, Yeah, like it's it's something for everyone. There's some people that like that. Like I saw someone tweet the other day, they like their partner to smell like after work. You know, like a little <laughs> a little swampness to it. Like it gives a seasoning. What kind of relationship and, was it? And a lot of people were underneath, like, yo, yes, like because... I need a little bit of seasoning, a little bit of humidity, a little warmth. <laughs> you know, friend, can I just Get your ass Frank in the shower. <laughs> That's all I got I don't to say. Get, I you come don't get shame, say? but for me, I noticed that I need cleanliness. Like, mm-hmm. for, I, I'm someone that we got a shower before, and I know that kills the vibe for a lot of people, but I... Not if you do it right. It works for me. I it's just, what I need. I just <laughs> need to say that because this is... We're going to go off the wheels. It's go not important anyway. Um, Ooh, tell I us. just... <laughs> 
You like swamp butt. Ab- you got to run around. Absolutely. Look, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, there was just a very funny moment on the game, the series, and I always needed a moment to talk about it because it was so random to me. And it was just. <laughs> and you found it? I, I just needed to share it. <laughs> I just need this moment to happen on here, and here it is. So, um, Wendy Ra- Raquel Robinson on the game was Tasha Mack. And there was just these scenes where Tasha Mack was having relationships, uh, relations with one of the players or somebody. I don't even remember who or what. All I know is she was like, um, am I going to see you later? And after I see you, uh, after, I, after you run, make sure you, you don't get in the shower. I like you when you got a little seasoning on or something like that. So it's just very funny. <laughs> I'm sad that, that she people, said, yeah, knows all the phrases that like because that. And I, you know what? I tried that once. I tried that once. <laughs> well, I, look at this. I tried that once because I was like, maybe I am being, you know, a little mm-hmm. rigid about this cleanliness thing. And so I told the person, after you come back from the gym, let's see. And and I. <laughs> That's the worst possible. Like. <laughs> but it was. It was fine, obviously, because when you love the person, I'm one of those people when I love you, it's like I don't even really care that deep. But and the people I date are really clean. So it's right. never like they came and I was like, Woo, it's just not even an option. <laughs> you were in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> that just wouldn't draw me. And they know. So it works still, but I remember someone I was dating that he like brought it to my attention once. Like he was like, I, you what is this like obsession with cleanliness? It's like, why can't we just like do it whenever, like regardless of if you've been out all day. And I was like, I don't know. I just can't. It don't turn me on. Because I have to use my mouth and I would prefer, you know what I'm saying? And your nose is is hovering over things. And if I want to be turned on, that needs to smell a certain way. And from a scientific perspective, you smell like that because that's bacteria. So that makes me less eager to even touch your ass, you dirty motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, please. The fuck? So, you know. Mm-hmm. Beat it, but beat and, it, and Buster Brown. And you have Brown. to be fair because people have sense for different reasons. You know, we have to also keep like, that. Why would you say that to him? Like, why well, he's right there. Hit it, Cardi. What was the reason? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. The hit it, Luther Vanjos. Give me the reason. Give me the reason. That's what I want to know. Because I just don't understand why why we got to be in the barnyard. Why you, 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 are you coming up in here smelling like you shit on hay out in the back? Why? Okay. Put your ass in that shower. I'm done. But at the end of the day, get what you like. After you get out the shower. If you want to play with scents. Here's some options. I just want to. You do what you want. I ain't shame you. I'm just saying over here. You want to fuck with me? You want to fuck? Guess what you got to do? Guess what you got to do? You gonna have to wash your motherfucking ass and everything else. Okay. Okay. You want to be on bottom? Remember that top model music? You want to be on Did you really ask? This is why I just. 
Oh, <laughs> yours, <laughs> mine's, you ours. Be on my- <laughs> yours, mine's, ours. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. <laughs> yours I'm- is now mine's. That's ours. Okay. <laughs> this train just went off the track. Uh, so it, it became you an Acela. You went from a regular Amtrak to the Acela. <laughs> you reserved seating. Pedal to the metal, baby. Pedal to the motherfucking metal. I want Wait. to be on the quiet car. It started off very granted. But what if y'all been at the again. club? Because you you love the club. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Because I'm curious. Because mm-hmm. this is a combo I've had a uh-huh. lot. Y'all been sweaty because the club is hot. You're dancing. That's mm-hmm. more of an opportunity for like you know sense to change yeah. and after a couple hours or expire. Let's say. Yeah. Do you make the person take a shower when y'all get back from the club if you're going to be intimate or do you? Just- yes. If I have all my faculties, which normally I do. Yes. You get in the shower. <laughs> getting in the shower becomes part of like us getting sexy. And honestly, mm. most of the people that I have that I have sex with. Mm-hmm. want to be clean when we get in that moment. So they're going to be See, like... See, thank you for making yeah, me feel normal, they're gonna be, they, People will some ask people you. people have told me that that's a buzzkill. They're like, nah. no. Yeah, you're, dirty you're taking hoe. away from... <laughs> you're <laughs> taking away from the momentum. Time. Some like, people t- feel like that takes away from the momentum, you know, of the moment. I don't moment. ever want to smell <laughs> like you did back there. So get your ass in that tub. <laughs> like you did back For real. <laughs> Like and I, but but most people, in my experience, if we coming from being out or whatever, you know, getting in the shower together is part of like the foreplay or whatever. It should be part of the intimacy of it. Most people that that. I sleep with would be like, I'm about to hop in the shower real quick. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom. You roll up, be like, you know, whatever. And it goes like that if they want personal time. My people, yeah. Thank you, thank you. You find us in the the bathroom, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's where we at. All right. With that that being said. I just wanted to do that part two on scents because I did get a lot of questions like, wait, how do you find your signature scent? You know, how do I figure out what I like? And I, I just wanted to give some options on how to do Y'all that. Y'all really want to so, go there real quick? Mm-hmm. Just real quick. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> it was a tweet going around earlier, mm-hmm. like over the weekend or whatever, the, the other day. Maybe it went around Monday. It's either Sunday or Monday. It was a tweet going around. This uh, guy on Twitter going to say, Let's have the uncomfortable conversation. Y'all need to normalize, you know, taking a shit in the club. Oh, what? He was like, he was like, yeah. Why? He was like, he was like, use it. He was like, use the bathroom. Mid drink. He was like, use the bathroom. He was like, wipe really, really good. Wash your hands and go back out and have a drink now. For me personally, let's be. Uh, let's I'm just, sorry, I had to take my hand off. Let's try to be to Let's try. See, for me, this this, this, this why I told you you getting your ass in the shower when you come over here. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if that's what you did. I don't think I would be in the room with somebody you know that was shit in a fucking nightclub. But like, maybe he's not alone. You know what I'm saying? And if that being said, you get your motherfucking ass in that shower. You know what I'm saying? Over here, and we gonna watch everything. We're going to get to know each other's body. My body all over your body. Okay. That's the, that's a, that's the song for the shower. And that's oh why. My so of course, okay. in the replies and the quote tweets, I, 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 I use the scene from the season nine, part three <laughs> reunion of the real housewives <laughs> of Atlanta. Saying. 
when Candy Burris oh was God. going off on Phaedra for lying about her fucking Porsche. She's like, why would you do that? She's like, ooh, I gotta, she's like, I just gotta, ooh, because this is shit I'm talking about. See, these motherfuckers like, ooh, I just, ooh, I cannot. That's, what she, that's how she responded, and that was my response to that tweet <laughs> so in the first dance. But yeah. <laughs> Because I feel like oh. it was just ridiculous, right? But and my most thing of is, the people if you did. gotta go, you gotta go. So what yeah, should he home. have done? He should have left. I okay. Go. <laughs> you get Fair. your ass. It's time to get in that Uber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Figure it the fuck out. Like, why back. would you even want to be Wash in a club, up. shitty? Why? <laughs> you supposed to handle Maybe that before you even. Maybe he's a gym person. You know, they'd be doing pre-workout. Well, he said protein. it was his protein shake. He was responding. He was, he was a good sport about it. He was laughing and shit. So it wasn't like, well, I, I still think it's nasty, but he was a good sport about well, it. Yeah. You know what go, I mean? Go, um, go get all the numbers. You know, if there's one that you really... Then why if, if you feel someone's really special, you know, be like, you know, I'm going to be at my house after you're done. Come see me in like 30 minutes, hour, whatever. Do what you got to do, I guess. And an hour because you need 30 minutes of that window open. Why somebody gonna say, <laughs> why somebody, you know that meme of Oprah when she was doing that interview and she was doing, she had her hands out. <laughs> like somebody, somebody gonna say, but listen, let me tell you what they put it with and then we can move on. Somebody gonna say, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> they gonna say, <laughs> I can't even get out. Somebody gonna say, uh uh-uh. uh. Now that I'm trying to do a bump in the start next to you and you in there thinking <laughs> <of> shit. <laughs> I wanna go. Okay. Okay. So, then, wow, so look, look, look <laughs> at the journey. We're on this segment alone. Look at the journey. Okay, y'all. That's it. I was, I was like, my God! I just can't believe somebody would do that. Oh my God. Can you imagine okay. as chaotic as club bathrooms are? I just can't imagine why anybody would feel comfortable going number two in the club. I just and a don't lot of understand. those doors don't even like be locking. They be why would you even sometimes? What we going What you gonna do? You gonna go shit and then go back then out to the out. and dance? Like that's just <laughs> that's dance. beyond me. That's all. <sighs> Apparently they've been eating beyond meat, and that's why they had to go to the bathroom in the first goddamn place. And if I walk in the bathroom and it's stinking <laughs> at a club and you come out the store, you, you're going to have to get whatever you get. You're going to have to take whatever you get. That's what I'm saying. First of all, I'm turning around and going back out once I get a whiff in the first No, you know place. what's the worst? You know what's the worst? When you when someone else took the shit, but you went to the bathroom and then you came out because it stunk and it's the per- another person's coming in think and they it's look you. at you. And they think it's you shitty like that in the club. <laughs> I have, let's all just go home. I just, at that point, start out fighting you shut know, the motherfucker. That's why I specifically don't be putting situations like that. But if it's like them single stars or whatever, if I open the door, I, I will specifically, I'll be, uh-uh, somebody done shit in here or something because this is crazy. And I will walk yeah, my ass be right back out. To get that yeah, but the person, yeah, but the person that shit does that sometimes too. Like, damn, who did that? Not if you like, do it right when the no. person done walked out of here. <laughs> On some real shit, I guess we can talk about right at work keeps coming. Some but like, if, I, if I'm in a club and I walk in the bathroom and even smell that, I and like say I had to pee or whatever, my yeah, body will go outside will shut down. Like, I won't even we'll have to like... Up. Usually that's why mm-hmm. I go outside to pee mm-hmm. sometimes at the club. And I'll be so disgusted, like, because I can't believe... <laughs> 
<laughs> somebody. Oh my god! Like that you might I, be dancing with at some not, point. <laughs> certainly not I. <laughs> when I did. <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh my God. Because I know All the right. DJ. So I'm going to get you shame. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right, Carisha. Oprah Laka. This is the Friend Zone. Friend Zone. Friend Zone. All right. Thank you mm-hmm. for. The story time during the wellness segment. This made the segment Asante. <laughs> now we can move on to Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week? <laughs> um, usually I start this off with artists to mention, but I am not mentioning any artists Ooh, because I am mad at all of them. And plus, that was a very long segment. I don't want to do it anymore. So we're just going to get right into songs to play. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I just really <laughs> am disappointed with all that's happening in hip hop, you know, between Migos talking about their split and then all of the girls beefing and fighting. I just I just don't want to deal with it right now. I don't have any. Co- I'm hurt by the Migos. That, you know, that just really. I, I, I don't know. I'm hurt by all the rap girls fighting. <laughs> See, it all it, it. it all sucks. You know, you just doesn't like. Yeah, it really. People does, were saying though. that it's like it old does, Twitter, but I mean, you know, it makes sense. No, you know. well, you saw them changing their avvies av- to no. each other and stuff. Well, anyway, um, yeah, the Migos. I I hate that they still call themselves the Migos, and there's no more Offset or whatever. But I just. Aww. I mean, because it's Quavo on takeoff and it's the Migos, but now it's, you know, minus a Migo. They not doing the unk and few things? Oh, so... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, Dustin, you might be up on something that I... Oh, the unk and... Oh, yeah, unk and few duo. Go. So, yeah, as... Yeah, because they dropped the single and then they're dropping the album. I saw that they had, the, like, a listening party Only recently. built for Infinity Links. That's the name of the album. All right, well... Which is okay. a nod to one of my favorite... Um, albums of all genres of all time and also one of the greatest rap albums ever only built for Cuban links by Raekwon ah, it was a nod to that yeah. nice nice I didn't even catch that I don't even want to cry thinking about that album that album makes me emotional I love that's one of the best rap albums of all time like Classic. and it's a it's a cornerstone album for me musically I get choked up well I hope Quavo and <laughs> and Takeoff put out you know really good music and it's not shots I just don't. I just don't want it to be all that. I don't want. I know it's going to be. There's going to be some friction. So you know, I'm just a dreamer and whatever. But I would love if they just put out like a really solid project that don't have no shots, where it's just the music speaks for itself and it's them having fun and growing and all that jazz. But you know, who knows what we'll get. And you know, best of luck to Offset because I see he's still on. He's on season two of The Hype, which is premiering on, premiering on HBO. <laughs> yes, Max, which is good. I like that, that show. show. Yeah, I like it. I watched the first season. I was so into it. The girl. <laughs> Marnie, mm-hmm. yeah, or whatever her name is, she is so Hell fly yeah. to me. Like her personal the style, white lady? yes, her fire. personal style fire. is fire to me. Like she one thousand percent, she's she my favorite. Looks, to be honest, and she, like she matches like with her work, which is dope to me. And then I love how mm-hmm. helpful she is to everyone. I love that the show is a, is filled with creatives. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, already you know somewhat successful. They just might need that extra boost to either get back in or you know go over the edge. And I love how constructive they all are, and they're not. Negative, and they really get to know these artists' stories, and then they really get into how hard they work. 
and nothing is like, all right, well, this is cheap. You can go. It's not catty at all. And it's really, really cool. So shout out to Offset for being such a part of a dope project. And hopefully, hopefully he makes some music in the future and it's still dope. And he comes out, you know, with the choreo like he was doing before. And uh, yeah, that's just the light at the end of the tunnel there. Again, the girls are fighting. If you do, I want to talk about that real quick, Frank. Do you want to say why you're disappointed? Because <laughs> it's just... It just seems so silly. And I think, and obviously we don't know the real reasons because sometimes it might be some old shit that's just coming up, you know. But I just think it's sad because it's like, y'all doing well. You know, y'all have an opportunity that people will kill for. And y'all beefing over what? Like, it don't even seem... I, I mean, I guess I can't speak to what's deep or not, but it's just like, go live your life. Right. <laughs> Enjoy your money, your family, your music that you get to sustain off of and not even sustain, but extraordinary lives off of this. Like people would kill for that. It's like a small percentage of people that make it. So when I see them on Twitter fighting, it just seems like childish. And, and, you know, it's like, what? You know, what? I don't even make a quarter of the money they make and you will not catch me fighting with nobody right. online well like, you no. know what really you know how i am i really try not to get into the mess i really try to pay attention to the records so you know we talked about super freaky girl the remix and i we talked about how dope it was that we had all those girls on it who really killed it and i really liked that moment i hated that there was like a beef surrounding like oh you don't even like that girl for real and all that came up and then here go cardi with her her diss track i understand it's hip-hop and the girls do what they do but i really want to celebrate like Lorel. Keep it, Keep on, it the on the music. music. And Put like, it on wax, like yeah. they say. Like, I love how Glorilla <laughs> is, you know, she's coming out and she gets to say she has the Cardi feature, and but she gets caught in this mess too. So I hope it don't mess up any of the other girls trying to work with her. Cause you know what, though? Glorilla's smart because if you notice, she did not play into none of that shit. And it was about her song, or at least that's what kicked it off. And I saw her tweet something about men who can't even make noodles or some shit, which I love because it was in my mind, obviously how I perceived it, her way of being like, I'm not playing these games. Like, I'm happy. I got a top 10 record. You know, like, to me, that's that's how I feel. Like, y'all not fucking up my bag, my momentum, my life. No, no. And honestly, she also knows that that shit ain't even got nothing to do with her. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's beyond her at that point. that, That has nothing to do with her. And I agree with you, friend. She has I like consistently how she that. M- made good decisions, good decisions with like the way she uses her voice. Even when people were ragging mm-hmm. on her look and her body and shit, she was like, get used to it because I ain't changing yep. shit. I love me. And y'all going to see me and I'm and, here. And that's it. Like, so I, I love that she's I applying like how that she to plays it. staying out yeah. of the bullshit. So that's it. Other than that, I ain't got shit to say. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Yep. Well... <laughs> Shout out to all the girls. You're either going to play nice or you aren't. I just hope you all continue to put out good music because JT, you've been, you know, feature this, feature that, and you've been doing a great job. And Cardi, we're always excited to hear new music from you. And Nicki Minaj, you've been getting your awards and doing your thing. For me, their seat's at the table for all of you, but y'all are going to duke it out and, I guess, figure out who deserves to really be there because that's y'all business and y'all industry at the end of the day. So, again, um, Anita Baker said they used to be fighting and shit back in the day. She said yep. a bunch of them singers hated each other. Patty LaBelle said, "But we said, didn't see it. Yeah, but we didn't see yeah, it. That's a difference. They didn't have they didn't have the public. Yeah, because it ain't to say that you ain't gonna dislike people right. or have issues, but like keep it 
off the playground. Yep. <laughs> Literally only commenting because you all are doing this publicly on Twitter. So thanks a lot. Right. I, as a fan, have to look at Twitter and see that y'all are arguing and talk about it versus talking about y'all music. So that's what happened. And that's why now we're yeah. going to move on to the artists that ain't doing all that. Or maybe you just might not be doing all that this week. Because, you know, everybody slips <laughs> up and makes mistakes. And that's okay. I ain't judging any of y'all for doing what y'all doing. I'm just saying I hope for a better tomorrow. That's it. Okay, tomorrow too. That was not a plug for the song. That's why. And that's why I love tomorrow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fran, I would love to know what you've been listening to because now we are at the songs to play portion. So please yeah. tell me what songs you've been jamming to or over there, um, you know, spraying your perfume and, and, and rubbing all your body lotions <laughs> onto and all that. <laughs> While I get ready. That's another thing. Setting the tone oh. when you're doing your beauty routine and playing that music while you applying your skincare like that's energy to me so i let me see oh why isn't it in my like songs what's going on yeah you know some of mine so smino yeah like i'll press like and it'll go away is it a glitch i don't don't know. know So Smino and J. Cole dropped a record called 90 Proof. Mm, you right? And the fire. I really, really like it. So this is how it goes. Goody Mob, like that whole era, like just fire. Shout out to Smino Smino and J. Cole. They killed that. And then, man, this is really killing me with my like songs being all over the place. Um, Paramore is back. Yes, they are. Paramore. (laughs) They dropped a new single called This Is Why. And this is how it goes. This is why I don't go outside or some shit. Why I stay home. Right there, 
That like I, I don't know where I've been because I haven't listened to Paramore's music in a while. But like that right there, that's that's like current. Like they back or they doing they, they doing it, shit. You know what I'm back. saying? I mean they they don't miss for me. Hell like yeah. I, you know how black people feel about Paramore. Okay, shout <laughs> to Haley. It's why. Hey, I'm gonna leave the house. Hey, this is so fire. And then, um, dang, I'm like, what should be my third? So I was listening to um, Trouble, rest in peace, Trouble, mm, yeah. and his project with Mike Will made it in the car. <laughs> and he had a record called Keisha Them that I love. I've been playing it. It's how it goes. She tone that breast Trico, she just wanna watch a nigga next week. Felicia, she just wanna smoke weed and eat. Trico, Keisha, Latifah. Ain't that fire? It goes crazy in the car too when you blasting it. So those oh, are my you, you been pumping that in your whip? Cause I can play music Ooh, now. Yeah, we graduated. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting cute. I'm getting Go cute. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> New month, new <laughs> blessing. So, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so those are my three for this week. All right, then, Dustin Ross, what you been listening to? What you been over there bump, bump, bumping, okay? <laughs> so this song is called Two Million Up by PZ. Oh If we locked in, ain't no switching up. Brody came home, went to pick him up. Nigga killed my mans, I'm riding with a picture up. Shoot back to the crib, went to pick the switches up. Stolen track hard, got it tinted up. Caught him outside, now he in the blunt. Ain't no falling off, I done put two million up. Nigga, ain't no falling off, I done put two million up. Catch his ass at the light, like Tupac and hit him up. Ain't no life after death, nigga, you ain't big enough. Know them youngest men benders when they in that rental truck. They gon' spin till they dizzy or the police pick them up. I been staying out the way, I been focused on this pay. Killers coming, I retirement, the dead nigga play. Hit your mans with a package, he don't pay, I make him pay. I can stop selling all the shit today with what I made today. Niggas probably won't yeah, admit it, but I'm two million up. I, I love that record. Yeah, hell yeah. That was about to go old school. This is Barbara Streisand featuring Barry Gibb. It's called Guilty. (laughs) The range.
Yeah, old school for y'all motherfuckers. That voice. Next song we're going to play. I'm playing four songs this week. I don't even give a fuck. Next song we're going to play <laughs> is by Freddie Gibbs, but I'm going to play the end of it because Kelly Price slid Ooh. all over this shit. This song is called Couldn't okay. Be Done, but listen to Kelly Price. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Had the little brother. You had the, you know what I'm saying? Pee Wee Hermie. You're the Pee Wee. You know what I'm saying? Show you how small he is. You know what I'm saying? Compared to the big rabbit. You know what I'm saying? The big lord. Different color. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, who my child. They said I couldn't do it. So that's couldn't be done by Freddie Kids. And the last song I'm gonna play is actually the number one song in the country right now, "Bad Habit" by Steve Lacey. It's a bad Kind of mad that I didn't take a step back Thought you were too good for me, my dear Never gave me time to pay, my dear It's okay, things happen for Reasons that I think are sure, yeah So, those are my songs this week. Congratulations, Steve. That's huge. Shout out to Steve Lacey, baby. All right. It's going to be French Lace from now on. The motherfucker didn't came up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for you. All right. Um, I guess the first song I want to play is Stereo Driver by an artist by the name of Q. I don't know what it is with these artists and these one-letter names, but good luck finding it. It is literally the letter Q. Again, this song is called Stereo Driver, and here it is.
Best Stereo Driver. Again, the artist is Q. It, it's the letter Q. I like that song, so it was hard for me to find it. You're going to have to find it by name, you know what I'm saying? Because the letter Q. Yeah, I'd look for Stereo Driver yeah, if it was me. Because if you're going to ask me how do I find the song, I li- it's literally Stereo Driver and the letter Q. Because if you search for just the letter Q, you ain't going to be able to. <laughs> Let's just keep it all the way real. You'd be a damn fool if you search for the letter Q. You you need to look for Stereo Driver, okay? That's the that's the no bones about it answer. I love that song though. It sounds like a '80s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, power mm-hmm. ballad. It's good. Um, like soundtrack, yeah. Right. It was cute for that moment. Um, so also speaking of cute for that moment, uh, Jagged Edge is back. Uh, they're on a Division's what? new song. Love it. Love it. Oh. They're on Division's new single. The single's called What's Up. It actually came out uh, about a month ago, but I just got around to listening to it or hearing it. So now it just came out Friday. Oh, somebody told yeah. oh, somebody like, man, it's on Ben. No, they play the they play the beginning of the piano intro at the um end of when they roll the credits for the video to If I Get Caught. They play the beginning of the piano intro, but the song literally came out Friday night. So don't be letting them play. You you (laughs) call me. All right, so um, shout out to Division and Jagged Edge. Again, this song's called What's Up? Shouldn't have let you go Instead of wondering I shouldn't let you know When I say love, I mean love been a process it's playing with my conscience that I'm laying here with someone else feel like I'm by myself thinking that my mind won't rest I just want to text my ex I'm just seeing what's up with you what's going on what's fucking with you who's time you're on thinking what's up Somebody getting in the shower tonight, goddammit. <laughs> so that's what's up by that's what's up. That's what's up by Division featuring Jagged Edge. I'm so mad. If you want to get to Jagged Edge part, you gotta go listen to the whole song. But uh it's good and uh it's worth it, okay? Um my probably Asante's when he'd be like this shit has been a process. He be singing his ass off on that. That song. nigga can let me tell you something. Let, uh, bitch, let me tell you something. Like uh, that video. <laughs> One thing that I love, I love that nigga in division that can sing. Okay. I mean, they mm-hmm. now both of them, both of y'all do the fucking damn thing because when I'm listening, I am like literally transformed and transferred. So it is not missed upon me that there is another member there and he is doing his shit too because right. that first project just is so deep and then now that they're coming out with this new music that's like you can tell that they've grown but it's still like to the core of like all right we creating a vibe so make sure you reset because when this record come on you right here where i want you to be because every time i, I hear I'm about mm, and i'll be right there in it every time so shout out to division i love the division shit. Um, last artist I want to give it to. Speaking speaking of the shit, if you do intend to, if you do plan on going to the India Sean show, which you should be like yes, or if you've been to one, one of the artists that I talked about again was Zaya Bell. I'm gonna play one of the songs that Zaya Bell was performing at the show. It was super dope. I, loved I was it. listening to her music too. Right, of the show. you know she just got through with <laughs> yeah. Alice Isley, so some of y'all might already be familiar with her. Uh, so, like, so if you haven't gotten to <laughs> get into her. 
you can spell her name Z Y A H, and then it's Bell with an E at the end. So like the Bell Collective, B E L L E. Yeah. Um, but the song <laughs> that I'm gonna play is called "I Think That I Love You" featuring Romderful. Keep it in there, Ty, for those of you who are on Patreon. Oh, Jesus. So that's it for the oh, Music yeah. Man segment. Um, go spin and listen to them and tell Thank them that the friend zone sent you. <laughs> Dustin Ross, back to you again. I'm sorry I was dancing. What'd you say? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in television news, let's see. What do we have to talk about? For, okay, oh. let's have the conversation. This is going to be the never-ending episode, but whatever. They like it like that. They like it like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 60 days in. Oh, oh God. my God. I'm so happy you're sucked in. Like, when I tell you that made my life. <laughs> I am sucked in. Speaking of sucked in, what was that one nigga name that they caught uh, sucking everybody dick in the jail? <laughs> Remember? Oh, my God. They threw his ass out of there. <laughs> The hairless, the hairless guy that had the he just he had no no facial hair no eyebrows or nothing and he just had from season glasses one on. yeah from yeah. season one big grimace ass nigga that was sucking dick in the uh, <laughs> behind the curtain oh, but I just didn't understand why Muhammad Ali that was you remember up. Yeah. yeah I ain't like that but he mm-hmm. was I when holly. he was sitting with the new dude you know he was trying, <laughs> never mind yes oh <laughs> yeah he was he was he was on a mission. He had mm-hmm. titties and everything, though, mm-hmm. so I know he was getting it in. How he, you know, niggas was like, he was happy. White man was like, he was Why happy. you over there talking to them? Why are you giving them information? He's like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, a couple <laughs> things. Let's get the serious shit out the way, right? Something felt real unethical for me while I was watching this experience. I'm like, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with these people, these inmates truly being themselves. Like those, those guys, cellmates, they were being themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it was a camera in that cell or not, they didn't know it was a camera that the world was going to have access to see. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. I wonder no matter what about release that. form they signed or whatever. I didn't, it just felt very like, it felt like they were exploiting those people. I wonder, especially yeah, they were, and especially they were. in situations where it was those white men, like the white cop that had went inside of there and he and he kept calling that boy Deshaun his little brother and shit. He's like my little bro now. You got to talk to him a certain way and shit. There was an element for, for me as a viewer that felt like these white people were living their fantasy, ghetto fantasy. Yeah. They, were, they, yeah. were, they were living their ghetto fantasy of being close to street life, street activity 
and 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 shit that they classified as black street gangster shit. You know, they were they were this was their safe way of touching that and engaging with that. that yeah, they get of to life. play out the fantasy and, and I go did back like home. That. I did not like that. The whole yeah. premise of the show just did not sit right with me. I want to get that out in the front. I didn't mm-hmm. like that shit. Once I forced myself to go ahead and watch it anyway, then I started thinking how, and mind you, go, everybody, go on Patreon. There's a, <laughs> I made a video about this on our page. Go look at it on Patreon last week. <laughs> Thank you for joining Patreon.com slash the Friends on Podcast, where we want everybody. All kinds of all walks of life. We, you're welcome on the Friends with Patreon. But I talked about that shit. Like after that, I was focused on the fact that everybody is just fucking crazy. Why in the fuck mm-hmm. would anybody? I don't care. Why would you got to be crazy to do this shit? Why would anybody just want to go to jail? The black girl, Maury, that kept did the way she got out to bed every morning out that top bunk had me and her on the floor. It was like she was falling and sliding out the bed. You ever seen when a little kid like a toddler gets bad in public and they start going and their body go limp that and drag him? She was on my yeah, that's how she was. Yes, that's how. It's, that's I don't how know she what was it was. I liked her that they was making cry. I forgot why. Asante, you would, was- and you always got a soft spot with motherfuckers <laughs> who I want to throw out the room. I told you. I, I told you, I Asante. Remember when she she gonna say they was bullying her and shit because they was talking about the side part in her wig. Which they were bullying her. You know what I'm saying? But my my thing was, I mean, you shrugged your shoulders, which they were. They were. You know what I'm saying? They started fucking. They them them girls were literally fucking with her and, and what you have to do is remember that these people are under the mindset of yeah, they she, don't give a she fuck really wasn't ready. they're in jail right. life and the, and the logic and the reasoning that we apply to the way that we behave especially with other humans it just doesn't apply in those spaces so the, the fact that she was in rules. there she was mm-hmm. a, a mark she was she wasn't being very uh, low-key and blending in with the population. She was fascinated by being on the other side of the wall from her experience as a CEO. Then she gets in there and they start making her cry because they were laughing at her wig. Your wig was horrible. Your wig was horrible. It literally looked like it was from the 60s. And that's why that's why they were laughing and her posture didn't make it, make it no better. Her posturing, the way she sat, in addition to like the way she would be sitting like, she would be sitting with her in her head in her hand and then the wig stopped right where her shoulders hit and it was crooked every time you fucking seen her. I was like, damn, did she just come out the bed and wake up? So they started laughing at the shit. And then she started crying. She's so dumb. She was trusting the girls in the cell talking about some, I feel tension when I'm in there. She wait till she get one of them. One of the main bitches that was talking about her, she get her out there by herself. And what does she do? Run right back in the room. She says she feel tension from y'all. They like, it is tension because our fucking wigs part on the side of her head. They said that. Then she go to crying and talking about, I'm standing up for myself. And I guess she did have a breakthrough. But in the end, we see that her whole motivation to be there was to feel a personal victory over some bullying moments that she really never got over when she was in high school. That is crazy to me. That's most people. Is it? Because I really thought like, because motherfuckers tried to bully me too. You know what I'm saying? People Mm -hmm. tried to bully me too, but I have moved on. I just really (laughs) thought that. I really thought I that people too. have moved on. Haven't y'all moved on? Seriously, that's our fucking kitchen table. Like, <laughs> I have moved on from the shit that really 
made me feel or question shit about myself hits, in high school. But it hits people differently. I know it's not linear. I know. It's similar to... I just I make room to, for everybody, um, but Jesus. No, it's like, similar to the people that would follow the lady that you just the doctor bishop or the bishop doctor. Uh-huh. It's similar, like people just react to things differently. I was glad Our she stood up for herself. I just wish she wasn't in the bed when she did it. She every time she felt most powerful in that space, <laughs> she was sitting on that top bunk, <laughs> Indian style, and that's when she really felt empowered to go the fuck off and check <sighs> them hoes like she needed. Like to. they wouldn't come up there. And then when she broke up that fight. She reminded me of, have y'all seen them videos of that guy that rides the roller coaster and he keeps a straight face the whole time? Yes, I saw one last week. That's how that's how she was when she was breaking up that <laughs> fist fight and that boom was talking about some, my days at CL just flashed right back to me. No, it didn't. She was yeah. breaking up that fight like this. <laughs> stop, stop. Stop. <laughs> That's how she was breaking up that fight. She's These are the craziest people I have ever numb. seen in my life. And um, I just, for the life of me. And then, well, I'm not going to say that. I have to say that later. I can't Maybe wait till I, Dustin to gets to season, what is it? Is it season five with the black girl, Asante, that totally gets oh, wrapped yeah. up in the lifestyle? Well, I, I can't oh, wish black girl, because I've seen a black girl whose stud. husband. No. She got the, yeah, she got like a shortcut. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Wait till you see. No she turns into like the the head fucking like the boss, the the, the um, HBIC yeah, yeah. in there. I was like, what is happening? Wait, so you saw the one with Muhammad Ali's daughter? Is she in the first one or the second one? Yes, I said, yeah, damn, does she got one. it too? <laughs> Do she got it? And then I said, well, she did. She get hit in the head the too. Is that why her motherfucking asses? Yes, and then I saw I was I was sleep. I had fell asleep, and then I had some company, so I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> But I seen it look like it was like a reunion or something they had. Oh, and yeah. she was getting into it with the other people yep. and shit. I wish the fuck I would. And a lot of them white country first people that was in there, that them uh, MAGA motherfuckers was that, that was in there. Oh, that, that, that girl, Barbara. The, oh, yeah. Where they think jail isn't as bad as people yeah. say it is. Yeah, those are I, the ones. And so there's, so again, and I hate being, you know, Umar Johnson about this shit, Kofi and Red Eyes about it. I hate being that way, but I'm telling no, but you, was something about them white people enjoying that zoo. experience and and it's talking to those those inmates friend and Asante those inmates were sharing personal details when that one guy was like it, I, when he was like you gotta smile more talking to the other black guy he was like you gotta that's what I want you to work on he was like and if you see anything for me to work on that that I'm gonna do better I need to do better he was like please let me know because I really want to be better yep. that Aww, boy had yeah. been in jail he was 19 years old he went up, he went down the list and said what birthdays he had celebrated incarcerated he did not have support he was not nurtured and raised and that was him literally ooh just thinking about it makes me mad cuz that was him being so real and and transparent and vulnerable and i hate the fact and that that shit was on connection. television for I on know. some real that was some real shit and i felt like he was being completely exploited I mm-hmm. did, y'all. I'm no, sorry, I but that. I felt that way. I understand. So 60 days in pissed me the fuck off from every angle. I said, damn, am I in front of, is this, am I on Squid? Is, is this my personal Squid Games? Watch, having to watch this shit? Because not only yeah. was I irritated by the people being crazy, I felt like it was, ex, it was, ex, it was exploiting those people. I felt, um, I was angry. I, I felt like I was in jail. Especially shit. because they were talking about how terrible the conditions were. And when you would see how, 
they like the some of the corrections officers were acting in certain situations. Like there, there is one season. I can't wait for you to get to it, Dustin, because there is a moment. I don't know when why. they pulled that white lady in the back. No, <laughs> no. There's just a moment where, damn, I gotta go back and look. Where the the woman, she's like mad about something, and she says to the corrections officer, she's like, "You're funny," and the corrections officer said, "No, you're funny, not me." Like I don't know why at the moment <laughs> it just made me laugh the way. They, the first they, of all, they weren't aware. They weren't aware, or they were. I can't no, remember. They weren't aware. I couldn't remember the, either. The, the corrections officers aren't made aware. Only allegedly only like a, a few officers and the um which i think is a lie i think that's an you, you know some of them have to know they would be acting wait you know that's you know where it got around to air it on television you know where it got around and i'll like, say look, allegedly for well, for legal well, you purposes, know they were trying to say i really don't believe that they know well, they that were, because you know how correction officers be getting down a lot of them exactly say that Let me so what they were trying to say was they're trying to say make it seem like they were in there filming a documentary so i guess excuse the cameras being there and then they were trying to make it seem i guess they were lying to them about when the cameras are operating what they were doing or whatever but on some because some, some of the seasons like the ones in Fulton County them corrections officers weren't playing I was like what the fuck is going on I wish the show was more focused on them actually trying to update some of these facilities or any of that because they'd be doing two seasons each one and I'm like well y'all ain't changed none of the fucking conditions because it's usually filmed twi- two at a time I think well you know why Asante well, I, in, that, I know in why. that wrap up conversation after the people what I'm talking about is in that wrap-up conversation when the people complete the 60 days and come back in, they can literally blatantly say to those those um, p- people that represent the facility, they can literally say, I saw your officers fucking inmates and doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And the people will say, well, how do you think the contraband did get in here? Because we really, what I got from him was we need to focus on the contraband coming yep. in. There was never yep. a focus on the staff, yep. The, the shit right. that should be changed to make this a fair experience. Yep. They went in there and told them people the truth, said it was filthy, it's fucking stunk. They told them everything and that those people, especially the Fulton County officers, would completely glaze over that and only yep. want to know the most irrelevant, non, non-impactful information possible as a takeaway from these people that did this crazy-ass shit in the first place. I yep. watched that shit. My fist was, my hands was raw from my fist being balled up the whole damn time. I was so fucking mad watching that shit. And I was even annoyed. I hate I it. was even annoyed to your point, like when they would send those guys in there, they would act like, oh, they knew better and they were trying to prove one. Like, oh, well, yeah. Uh, uh, technically, these guys get a free vacation while they're in there. So I want to go in and see why they're living good. Just. Yeah, those are the ones that irked me. They were like, it's not, prison is nowhere near as hard as people make it out to be. And I'm joining the show to like prove that. That's the only thing that I will say I thought was the advantage. Part of me couldn't figure out if those people were serious, though. Like, part of me felt like, are you trying to get a fucking moment on TV or something? No, I think there are people that really think that. So some of them, I was like, I can't believe your ass is like this. I've heard people say that. I've heard people say in prison they got phones and flat screen TVs and and they make it seem like they're in there chilling. I'm like, maybe the prison's... For rich people, <laughs> but I feel like some of them played it up to get up to get on there, right? Like some of them played it up to get on there because they knew goddamn what they was getting on, so they wanted to be able to say that they left. Like, oh yeah, that shit was awful. Blah, blah. Like they might not think like that in the real world, but they know people think like that, so they might use that for casting. I feel you. Know you. what I'm saying? That's true like, too. The like fact how, that you yeah, how you'll say anything? Because the fact yeah, that you white people would do this on. just to get on fucking television, I know some of y'all did that. Because there are sadly and grossly those people that act like, oh, going to prison vacation. 
these guys have it easy. Three meals a day. Like some of them, I was like, oh yeah, you you deserve to get your ass. Three. You what do they call it? Three hot. Three hot. Three hot in a cot. Like yeah. these motherfuckers. I was it's like, like uh uh-uh. uh. But the ones I was like, some, I think you. With everything going down in Rikers Island, like come on, man. Yeah. Oh. No. I personally just feel like it's ridiculous from the rooter to the tutor. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I hate everything about it. I don't understand why anybody in their right mind would go on this show, which is why everybody that went on there was crazy as a Betsy bug. What mm-hmm. about the young boy who whose brother was locked up? There have been some really like funny moments that took place, but I had to mm-hmm. dig to find them because I just can't understand for the life of me, for entertainment purposes or not, why anybody would willfully go to jail. I it just don't nuts. understand. That's I think that's why I was stuck because it was like a train wreck where you're just like, is this real? I remember kept asking, is this for real? One of them, there was a young black boy when he went on there because I guess his older brother was locked up and his mom was letting him go. I'm sitting up here thinking like, why are you doing this? And then I was worried about him the whole time I he was on there. that one. There was some dude, he was like... Yeah, I remember. He was like 17 or 18. In he actually did one? good. Yes. Hmm. I don't remember one or two, yeah, either one or two. But I remember exactly who you're talking about, Asante, and he made it through. But it was still he was saying how his brother had been locked and up, and I still just couldn't really understand. Like for the mom, like if this is your not to say your your good child, but if this is your good child, why are you gonna let him go through this, or what do you want him to see? Because he and then I guess he was, I guess part of his story was he'd been in the streets a little bit more lately than usual, so she wanted to show him how the brother was living or something. But I was just like, I ain't doing this, and I I ain't letting nobody do this, so. Oh, but she wanted to like teach him a lesson. Like this is where you could end up. But he seemed, but he seemed more like he wanted to do it. And I'm saying, is this why she's letting him? Like because he wants to learn this lesson, mm-hmm. or like what is it? Because he seemed like he wanted to do. He's like, yeah, you know, I ain't talked to my brother in a while, and I just want to see what's going on and how it is. And you know, I, and I, I just, I don't know. I, but to your point, I take issue with why these people do it. But again, sometimes they are maybe usually mostly crazy. Yeah, they either prejudice or crazy. Moving on. Let's lighten it up. So in closing, Batty South reunion part two came on. <laughs> That's Zeus. lightening it up. Well, yes. <laughs> and when I tell you it's worth watching for the scene of Roly slapping the shit out of the girl Scotty. Oh. Will you send have, me your login? Of course I will. Say no, <laughs> say this. But there is a Roly, shout out to Roly. Her name is Roly Poly Snack Mills, but she goes by Gia as a rapper. And she is fucking hilarious. Holy snap. And she man. ran that damn house. And I love Roly. She makes me laugh. And well. it is what it is. And when I tell you, she slapped. It was an open hand motherfucking. <laughs> it's the slap to be heard around the world if you got a Zeus log in. So make sure you watch that. And that's it for me for this TV Land segment, y'all. <laughs> well, as always, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Your body, your choice.